I think some people are ahead of us. Well, maybe. But they would never tell the world. They wouldn't tell nobody shit. Could you imagine? The boundaries have been broken. Welcome to Vanguard Radio. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Welcome to Goyfire. This is our 40th show. We have a number of topics for you this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you chose to listen to the program. We've got TMB in the UK. A Negro infects six with AIDS. Dumbification of Kansas. Tuition hiked to pay for diversity. Faggots censoring textbooks. A Bonics email sparks investigation. Pope apologizing to everyone but the Nazis. Auschwitz suitcases piled high. Ursula Gruber, Capitol Hill. And Raymond Hopewell, serial killer and rapist, will be covered. As well as a exciting new feature at GoVNN.com. Check it out. The top story tonight, TNB... Down low, UK Nigaro gives six girls HIV. AIDS time bomb. Everson Banda lured women for sex sessions at his holiday campsite caravan. The African asylum seeker who was in Britain illegally and nicknamed himself Ace bedded scores of women trippers and 13 co-workers in three seasons at the resort. But immigration officials arrested him in a targeted July swoop, and a search of his caravan found letters from lawyers of women who claimed he had given them HIV. 
Yeah, here's a picture of him. He's got on a tiger skin suit with polyester or crushed velvet or something. He's uh, 29 years old. Uh, look, white women have oh been God. primed by Jewish American media to think that these uh, subhumans are desirable. His face was uh, literally falling off from AIDS. You know, they didn't even have to check his sexual organ to find that out because they could look at his face. And yet they apparently had no trouble uh, betting uh, dozens of them or scores of them over this three-year uh, racial war he brought from Zimbabwe. That make a man offended to a war and lay a snare. You know, they try to trip a nigga up like me, you know, because I, I ain't following Whitey's rules, you know. Are you laughing, Biatch? <laughs> you find it funny? <laughs> you find it funny? <laughs> huh? Wait, you, you ain't talking, you ain't hearing me, huh? Get it again, okay, I'm gonna say it again. I come in the name of Jesus. Repeat it after me, bitch. I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. God Almighty, you know, rule of heaven and earth and every goddamn thing in between. You understand me now? Say what? You trust in the devil, huh? Well, if God send the devil in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit, then motherfucker, you fucked up, huh? You fucked up, huh? You know your ass is doomed. What you got to speak? If you don't know shit that's speaking on this um, topic I'm bringing up, shut your goddamn ass up. Hell. <laughs> you trust in hell, motherfucker, and you already in hell. Just like I trust in heaven and I'm already there, motherfucker. You the one going, you believe in death, huh? Goddamn murderer. You can find my blessing, brother. But when I find them, I'm going to get them motherfuckers. They be the one that's always laying long. You know it's fucking fucking boring. Fuck that, I got that glock. Glock back. I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. So you know I ain't worried. I, I, Jesus Christ, this photo is, I mean, I almost, I almost took a crap when I looked at this photo. I'm fucking, yeah, we'd be pimped. Yeah. Hey, I mean, this is a one man walking and fucking refutation of any myth yeah. of equality you've ever heard. I mean, this is, this guy's yeah. completely uh, pimped out, as they say nowadays yeah. in the, uh, <laughs> what Craig, Craig said, crust, he's got some crust velvet tiger thing over a gold lame, uh, uh, 1970s collar, I suppose. Uh, yeah, he's, I mean, <laughs> this is being old school pimping nigger. I mean, he's got his <laughs> bottle of blood. Picture of the... They're watching he's reruns in Zimbabwe. I, maybe, maybe he's sponsored by Bud. Maybe, maybe Bud. That's part of their African Heritage series. Is this what a PIMP looks like? We'd be a Bud Mofo all the time. It's just and, and as Craig has said before, I mean, every nigger wants to be a pimp, and that is a bare exaggeration. And, and yeah, well, they turn say, out white girls, and they, this, this guy's fucking monkeys. Yeah, well, they say here his skin had been falling off his face and scalp, and he had been losing his hair. He started out <laughs> quite muscular, but in recent times he had lost a lot of weight. At the time, people blamed it on stress, they said. He had yeah, immigration that, problems. Yeah. The, the government in the U.K. Boy. is criminal government, just as it is in the United States, and they're flooding the white peoples of our two countries with niggers like this and pretending through media and constant daily brainwashing that's desirable. And it's the least desirable scum of the planet. And yeah, out of yeah. Zimbabwe, of all places, where they're actually engaged in racial cleansing of white people, and then he's coming over to a formerly white country, the U.K., 
when is it going to end? It's not going to end until whites start uh, uh, essentially fighting back and murdering these kind of people, in my opinion, legally murdering them after about a five-minute trial at best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hey, now, he had immigration problems. Well, he didn't sound like he had that many problems to me. I mean, he's he's in the country he wants to be in. He's he's got all kinds of women, and he's got pawfuls of Budweiser beer, and and cool wigs, and hats, and and white man sunglasses, and white man manufactured clothing, and white man manufactured bedding, and and pussy, and he's living large. And living in a trailer like all the antis always accused a white racist of living in a trailer. And, yeah, uh, until his dick dropped off through excessive misuse. But I'd like to make one uh, one other point. Craig covered the political aspect of it. You know, these these are white man can't get out of Zimbabwe to save his life because the the British that's the one group they don't want. Just like America, they don't want to let white South Africans or Zimbabweans in. Uh, refugee status is reserved for Somalis and lost boys and Sudanese who end up on welfare and doing exactly the same sort of thing as this clown. But look, look at the title given to this. Two, one irritating example of political correctness and one irritating example of British uh, media tendencies. Okay, we've just described the story to you. Now, what title do you give it if you're, if you're the editor writing, writing a title for, or the headline for this? Well, they, they say, Hall's Fiend gives six girls HIV. How about Nigger Fiend? First of all, and then second of all, why do they have to abbreviate everything in Britain? It's extremely irritating. Hall's Fiend. I guess that means holiday or something. It's because he's wow. at a holiday vision, so they do that on everything. They, they, they chop it to one syllable and stick an S on it, but this is just a fucking ordinary garden variety nigger. Right, or how about just Zimbabwe well, fiend or and, something? Yeah, and, and Craig, why don't you give the reader, since you're an expert in, in researching this kind, of, uh, this kind of crime, where have we seen parallels to this behavior in, in America? Because I know there have been other cases like this. Well, there have been a number of them all over the United States, virtually in every state. I mean, there was one in Iowa, for example. But the problem is to... A new Sean Williams? Yeah, yeah there was a new Sean Williams. Williams, that's right. There was him. I, I remember uh, distinctly a case in upstate New York. That may have been new Sean Williams and another case in South Dakota. And you're mentioning a mm -hmm. third. And this is... Niggers move into these small towns and where well, people are not prepped for their niggeriness, except through TV where... Like Craig says, they're treated as some kind of conquering hero. Mm -hmm. And and this is what they return. Well, you know, in, in the Mary Island of Great Britain, there was that case less than a year ago uh, of a white woman that got infected by these niggers because she liked to sleep with them. And uh, she realized she got infected. And then she went out and, and, uh, and uh, purposely slept with as many blacks as possible to get revenge for being infected. Well, let's talk a little bit about how yeah. women perceive reality and you know uh, Simon Shepard who's uh, being prosecuted in Britain now for his website heretical.com what, has, what uh, Craig are, are people being thrown in Britain for describing this kind of stuff going on <laughs> actually he was on the <laughs> racial he, he, he uh, cited the R. Crumb racial heart cartoon about when the goddamn niggers take over and, America and, and when the goddamn Jews take over America which has already happened but, and so literally, <laughs> literally, literally Craig we could be thrown in jail for doing what we've just done if we were recording this in Britain because we would bring, be bringing hatred or exposing a minority. They expose us to HIV and we get in prison for exposing people to the truth about them exposing our women to HIV. Yeah, it's really something. And unfortunately, okay. a lot of white people can't sort out the very logical differences there. But l let me talk about women, please. White women and all women, they tend to 
live in the present moment and they can't see the past and the future as well as men, whereas men it might be kind of the reverse. They tend to live in the, in the future and the past and it takes sometimes a woman to make them jolted, get jolted into the present. But uh, apart from that, they, I think they tend to think that uh, animals and, and all races and every form of life is literally the same and of equal value. And uh, Jewish media has used that to the extent that they've convinced white women that the that the nigger is the most noble uh, beast on the uh, wild beast on the planet. They're just nothing but animalistic trouble. And when they oh, use these small towns, they don't know. And all the people know the Christians. Yeah. That we have to treat them with the utmost respect because they're the black men. You're, you're exactly right. And, and Fox News right now on, on their or not Fox News, but uh, Fox is running a sports promo right now that is particularly egregious, and it shows a really hot blonde chick walking through, I guess it's, I don't know if it's supposed to be the college halls or whatever, and she's looking very seductively back over her shoulder at this little, this little uh, gangster-ass nigger who's, you know, some kind of a football player. And well, they, that's the, the new, body signal, of course. That's, yep. that's, a, that's a Fox thing they've been running just around the clock if you watch any kind of a football game or anything, and... As you know, that's where white men's attentions uh, often are in the fall, and they are they are deliberately prepping your daughter to become the next victim of a nigger because all niggers are fucking criminal rapists given any kind of a chance, and that's a bare exaggeration. Yeah, there's some who aren't, but the majority of them are that way, and and this is the mainstream media run by Jews who are setting your kid up, and it's not just directly, it's indirectly by these these assholes like Nancy Grace who get on there and. All the, and John Walsh is another, and A and E is is another, and they focus on crime, but they always they distort the viewer's perception because they focus on as though whites are the only serial killers, whites are the only sex deviants. They never show niggers in the way they actually are. It's incredible. Once you see this, you cannot go back to seeing it the normal way, and you realize that there's a genocidal attack on your people. You will go just crazy with anger when you see how you're being lied to. And we explain to you here at Goyfire, they're virtually the only source that will, that the Jew is behind this. This is all a racial attack on you and your family. You must... It is like a Satori wake-up, too. your daughter. When people do... It's well, so, Alex, yeah, when yeah, people like do wake up from it, it, it's just a marvelous see it feeling. the other way again. Yeah, you yeah it, it makes it sense. Me, everything falls into place. It's wonderful. And you know, you know what's wonderful about it is, is you're, you're seeing things correctly. And, and people like any animal... When, when your, your system is functioning properly and you're perceiving and you're understanding, it may be the worst thing in the world, but at least it's in front of you and you can deal with it. There's nothing worse than being a child and not knowing anything. Uh, we're not humans if we have to live in a world of lies and illusions and, and religious lies and religious myths. And I see no difference between claims about Jibu and claims about niggers being human. There, there, there's lies and there's reality. And I, I truly believe and have faith that reality exists. And not necessarily because I can prove it, because the same thing happens every time. When you get out of bed, you don't float to the ceiling, you go to the floor. That tells me that independent of A. Linder's personal views, there's something else out there that he must at least pay attention to because it has a big effect on him. And this is a little subset of that greater reality. And, and you, go, you become stronger when you deal with reality. You do not need the weak crutch of religion to, oh, we have to lie to the people. Bullshit. Just because people are dumb doesn't mean they need to be lied to. They may need the truth in a little bit simpler form, but they don't need to be lied to. And we're giving you the truth, and you can feel that we are right. We are where the future of the white race lies. And these fuckers have nothing for you but disease and death. Yeah, well, People who produce really, these ads. What's really sick about this uh, story is, of course... I mean, I mean we're, we're fucking joking about this, but it is, not, it is not in any way because it's a joke. 
It's just no, it's, it's so humor. absolutely outrageous. Yeah, I mean, these is. fucking niggers are given carte blanche to run around the country, fucking white girls. They're prepped for it by the Jew-controlled media who makes them appear desirable. They know, as Craig said, women are inherently are conditioned to get along and go along with the group. They take their cues from others. They have less of an ability to see things objectively and long-range to stand outside the crowd. So that's the biological reality. That stuff is necessary in them to, to, for the bonding in the family. It has a biological purpose that can be abused when it's applied to politics. And, and so it's in, it, it is of utmost importance to the men that you explain to the women what is actually going on and you fortify them against the system and its lies because it will destroy them. It, it has destroyed many, many white, uh, white daughters and uh, white wives. You can yeah, well believe that. We've given just, you, this is our 40th Goy Fire. We've given you many examples. This is just you know? one front on which they're trying to destroy, are destroying white people. You know, that's just mm-hmm. one small front. Uh, niggers uh, essentially betting white women, impregnating them, diseasing them, and murdering them and raping them. That's just one small front of what, what Jews are, have led niggers to do and allowed them to do. It's... Uh, when it's going to end is, in, in my opinion, in uh, an actual insurrection. The sooner the better. The people who are in charge of fighting terrorism in this country, and in particular the senior police officer who is in charge of it, says for reasons that I have to say personally I find absolutely compelling. But it is necessary to have this power in order to retain the public. No more anti-social government All right. 
against the kind of adversary that we have now, most of the rules of war go out the window. It's nothing new. They think they are the outright power, the world's rulers. Any voice calling for fairness and freedom which reared its head anywhere in the world is a threat to them. No one gets out of here alive. The Jews have shown they're nothing but cowards willing to use white American boys. If we're in a war, well, then surely we want our side to win. Well, you go over there, you fat, cheating, fuck, gingrich. They don't want to do anything. They have nothing on the line. They just grow richer and richer and richer and fatter and fatter and more full of themselves because they have nothing on the, on the fucking line. You do, white man. Listen to this. You have no stake in our system. Our system subsidizes niggers like this, and it does it with your money and your blood. And the risk is all to you. This strengthens them having clowns like this run around. Like we said, it's not just this guy over in Britain. 
This has happened in, in rural America repeatedly. But does, yeah. does Nancy Grace, I mean, think about the leftists who claim the media is driven by profits. Now, we've given you the ultimate proof that that is not true. First of all, Ben Stein admits it in his book, and other Jews admit it, that Jews forego profits for politics in, the, in their movies and media. But this is a perfect example. Why is this not covered by Nancy Grace, you know, hungry for ratings? Why do they never cover black gang rapes or black uh, serial infestations of whites with AIDS? On, on the major media networks that are trying to win ratings because they don't cover uh, a, a certain uh, type of crime. They only cover crime in a certain way. Whites must be portrayed as serial killers and sex deviants, never blacks. And, and yeah. you, should be, you should be angry about it. It has very real effects in your own life yeah, because it anyone... affects the people around you. Even if you turn off the channel, your neighbor does not turn off the channel. And these false memes, these false ideas get stuck in their head and become circulated as though they're common wisdom, but they're not. They're lies meant to fool you. Part of being an adult male is seeing through that. Part of protection, which is the male's responsibility, is to understand what is happening so that he can defend and prepare against any threats. We are arming you and equipping you to understand your world and protect yourself and your family and your community. I would say we, we put on a real Nuremberg trial. We, we put, lay out for the public what they've done. All we have to do is quote them out of their own material and say, this is exactly what we're doing to white people. It makes us feel better. We like diversity. We don't like white people. We don't like the Christian church. We don't like the white race. We're going to destroy them. They, they say this all. They admit it openly in their own publications. But they sure keep it out of their mainstream news for goyim suckers. This, this is just outrageous. Yeah, and I don't believe the the lie in this story that he somehow bamboozled them with an asylum plea. Everyone knows, especially the Brits, that the blacks are the ones terrorizing whites in Zimbabwe. Of course, it was a deliberate admission policy to let this guy in. Uh, there was no mistake made. It says. Ages, it says here, Ace Banda's most recent girlfriend was a Polish barmaid, and she had regularly declared her love for him, saying she wanted to marry him. Anyway, she left right at the same time that he was arrested, and apparently it was a coincidence, and she didn't know that she'd most likely been infected with AIDS. And, and we've talked about the AIDS stats in Manhattan, where, where niggers, well, what is the percentage in Manhattan? It's extraordinary. One in five niggers between the age of what? 40 and 50 or something have HIV or, or full-blown AIDS? Was it, wasn't it one in five or was it one in four? I think one in five in Manhattan. And it's the same all over the United States. They have extraordinary high levels. And, and maybe that's, that's just another thing that the white girls find yeah. titillating. I think it's maybe like one in 50 in general. And then like yeah. one in, it was as low as like one in five uh, in, in the sector of New York. But, yeah, they're, Manhattan, uh, yeah, this is a segment of the population that, contrary to the media depiction, they're not tough studs. A lot of these niggers are on the download. That means they're, they're uh, fags. And, and most white women avoid niggers because they recognize they're just stupid and, and violent. And, and that's partly why TV has to play them up, to try to get the marginal girl. It doesn't work on most because, it, even though, because most of them can, can see reality clearly enough, but it works on some. It, it corrupts the marginal. It's just like homosexuality. Which and the young. Later. Their goal is not to convert everybody. It's to get a few more marginal cases, and it really, it, it doesn't take a whole lot of uh, people at the margin to begin to affect, it, it has a large multiplier effect when you turn a young man to faggotry or a young woman to uh, miscegenation, and that's what they want. They want the social destruction multiplier effect, and this is what we're fighting. Yeah, well, speaking of social destruction, we take the plane all the way over to Kansas, uh, where we have Hispanics uh, being coaxed to attend the county fair there. In fact, 
a campaign funded with $50,000 that state lawmakers earmarked for the fair this year, included placing two billboards in a heavily Hispanic area of Wichita and launching ads on Spanish-language stations in Wichita and Garden City. The aim, the fair manager said, is to make the fair something they want to do. Jeff, I think you uh, found this story. Well, last uh, in, in the previous Goy Fire, I believe it was 39, Alex introduced the word stubification. And stubification is a word which, well, it describes the transformation of clean and orderly Aryan communities into dirty, dangerous, uh, third-world uh, pestilence. And, of course, the vector for this is the brown stubby, yeah. uh, hence yeah, stubification, and that's the Mexican. The brown stubbies, the Mexicans uh, create stubification. So yeah, they're uh, they're disgusting, Kansas, stinky people uh, like defunct cigars. That hence the brown stubby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like they're like smoke cigar butts. I mean, that's what yeah, they are. Stubbed out in the ashtray that is America today. Stained, stained and chewed on. <laughs> yeah, yeah that. <laughs> and and we discuss all uh, we now. <laughs> Yeah, we discussed last week the Mexican growing growing the, the field of, of pot and then uh, allegedly or apparently murdering a couple uh, uh, who, people who came near it. And so now you're talking about the same thing over, yeah, in, they, over they, in Kansas, the adjacent state. And 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 this is a this is a, a process a vector of stubification that the state lawmakers are actually abetting. They're aiding and abetting the stubification of Kansas. And and what we have is a state fair here in Kansas. It, it you know it reflects the pioneer culture of Kansas. Like I said, the Jayhawkers and the Sodbusters and all that, the the covered wagons and all that sort of thing that we we think of uh, reflexively. The do-gooders that are running the state fair want more Hispanics. And of course, uh, when <clears throat> when the, when the whites uh, announce their guilt, the stubbies are very quick to use that and. What has happened here is that the state lawmakers have taken taxpayer money, $50,000, which is not a lot, but it, you know, it shouldn't have been spent on this, and they're taking Spanish-language radio ads, putting them out there for the fair, and they're putting up billboards in you know, places that have been stubbified largely, like uh, Wichita and Garden City, and saying, you know, here, here they are, come to this fair. And, of course, the ads are in Spanish as well, and most Kansans and most of the country despise the notion of bilingualism. Despite that, the uh, you know the, our elites, uh, our local elites here in Kansas, do this. You know, and I guess in the name of multiculturalism. Now, uh, and naturally, the stubbies, like I said, will if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. And in this report out of Hutchinson, Kansas, the local Mexies, um, uh, they're not happy with just uh, you know being welcomed in. They want the fair itself, the Kansas State Fair itself, tied to the notion of Mexican Independence Day. Now, can you imagine that? They're in this country, uh, they're interlopers in this country, and then they, they, they want the fair to be themed to honor Mexican Independence Day. Okay, now, uh, so far, uh, yeah. the lawmakers have not responded to, the, to their request, but they are providing more mariachi bands. So that will maybe that will appease the stubbies. So this is just a small example, and actually, it it's an example that really illustrates the the transition into stubbification or pestilence. Listen to this sentence from this article. Oh, yeah, I think Alex. they could do more, especially with Mexican independence coming up. Said Maria Sanchez of Wichita. What the fuck? 
where does she get off? This isn't Mexico. I mean, these people, and, you know, I saw another article. The woman's like, I don't know, you know, they're talking about the Confederate flag, and they asked some Mexican down south, I don't know, it doesn't mean anything to my race. Now, all they care about is their own race and nationality. They see themselves as Mexicans here. They don't give a flying fuck about America. America is just some uh, paycheck mm-hmm. to them. And and this this Mexican independence, see, this is now, number one was the Cinco de Mayo on the 5th of May. And now they're starting to promote this Mexican independence. I saw some Fox, and I swear to God, Fox News Channel, They there was some ad that come, came up for some uh, boxing match between two Mexicans on Mexican Independence Day run on Fox. Who the hell are they trying to appeal to? But anyway, that, that's a second little anecdotal bit of, of evidence that they're starting to promote this Mexican Independence Day, which I forget when it is, it's sometime in the fall, as yet another way to make money. For yeah, well, they, they, they pulled Martin Luther King Day out of their, their uh-huh. derriere, so why not Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, so, so they're, they're going to have it to where there's almost not a day of the year that isn't some kind of colored holiday or fag holiday or kike holiday. There's nothing Jeff, left don't you think people. that these don't these things come in where Christians have been taught by their prelates that this is the oh, thing yeah. to do that we're all one world and we're all one people because even though one speaker is quoted here and they say that there doesn't seem any Hispanics at the fair and I suppose that's the problem as the white Christians perceive it just not enough in the working in the meat packing well, yeah. plants of the Midwest well they they say the same the thing Christians about national parks they got one tool. Yeah, and it's libraries. Uh, you know, the the librarians are all mad because there's not enough niggers. What was it? Was it the libraries are failing our niggers? <laughs> and, uh, and then of course NASCAR. All they yeah. do is sit in there listening to NASCAR. Have you ever seen NASCAR? It? And, and <laughs> also, also national parks. They get up in arms. The niggers aren't visiting Yellowstone. You know, like like it's it's closing yeah. shop when they come through to make itself unattractive. Niggers don't give a flying fuck. They just hang out on their porch. Doing that, they're in the club or shooting each other. They don't give a flying fuck about books or yeah. national parks. They're niggers. They don't read. They're fucking afraid of animals. Dogs uh, and most quadrupeds hate them. And it's the most bipeds. This manufactured outrage that there's a lack of diversity, I think, again, is, is just a... Yeah, we're supposed to make... Attra- get that fucking arrogance here. We're supposed to make America more attractive to Mexican invaders. And they're quoted, you know, they fall over uh, normal people like us and we're quoted, we're haters, we're evil. And, and you know, uh, and, and they, they, they're out here, yet the reporter will respectfully interview an illegal alien and ask, you know, is the state fair spending enough to, to make itself attractive to you? Because God knows, you know, is, is, what are they, our special guests here? All they do is bring murder and misery. Being what about us? Holiday, huh? Who the fuck is considering our interests? Yeah. Is, is, is there any government official out there who is not sold out to the Jews and, and represents the interests of these colors over the white natives who founded this country? The fucking Mexicans haven't done a damn thing with Mexico. They'll fuck here up, too. We're supposed to treat them like they're some kind of hero. Who cares what someday, they do? Someday, in some way, some of these immigration ministers of these countries are going to get popped. Then they'll wake up. And, it, Craig, aren't, and we know in most countries the immigration ministers are Jews. And I don't know who the current one is yes. in America, but I know oh, least, Doris if, Meisner. She was a Jewess, yeah. Is she is she still the head of it? No, Meisner's not. But you missed that they were. And no. that's one. But the uh, last two or three example. or four were, and we know that the last couple in Canada, Ben. We know that the one in in Britain are. It's and and I think it may even be true in Mexico too. A lot of the higher ups in the Mexican government are Moranos or just open Jews, which you wouldn't think. But then you read, you know, Alfonso Rubinstein, you know, crap like that. 
as a technical matter, the the man that runs the 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 INS or the Immigration Service is Chertoff. He's the ultimate boss. He's the director. He's the he's the boss of Good all point. those agencies. And Chertoff yeah, yeah. is a, is is a he, he, you know we all know who Chertoff is. He's a Russian Jew with Israeli so citizenship, and he's running well, the security on the ADL apparatus in New Jersey on the executive board of the Anti Defamation League of New Jersey. And he also allowed hundreds of Israeli spies operating against America and in America to uh, go back to Israel between days. And and his buddy, like his little his little unadmitted cousin over at Popular Mechanics, cover that stuff up while assuring American people that 911 is you know, exactly I, uh, what the government claimed it was. This is how America actually works. And last Christmas, he stood before a giant menorah, Chabad Lubavitch or menorah, and gave a speech. Chertoff did. Yeah, uh, white man, are you starting to get the idea you know, that America I, is not being run for your benefit? <laughs> If you don't understand that, you don't understand politics really 101. <laughs> We're supposed to make our, our Kansas State Fair is failing our illegal aliens. <laughs> it's not diverse enough. There's not yeah. enough mariachi music. Music so bad it took Mexicans to make it. Well, I hate Mexican Harold. fucking music. And this is playing out. This is playing out all over the country. And you know what they're planning in, in this area where I'm from? I'm from the uh, Missouri-Kansas border region. And uh, and uh, what they're planning right now uh, is a huge superhighway uh, running up from Mexico to Chicago, and I'm my long range plans are to get yes. the hell out of this area because this this is going to be uh, a huge transit hub for uh, for traffic between Mexico and Kansas, and Mexico and um, and Chicago it are, and up into Canada. Quite right. It's going to be like. Oh, and Jeff, okay. what was that? They're going to the trucks are going to be examined in Kansas City. What is that? Why would they let the trucks come? That's right. And also part of the country. Yeah. Well, what is yeah, that about? Explain that, please. Well, okay. Basically, there's an initiative right now, and, and it's on some government webpage that they're going to. There's going to be a super highway uh, train corridor that runs all the way from Mexico uh, into Canada, basically. And uh, and Kansas City has, is is going to be a it's like the the hub uh, a hub of this. It's going to be like a what we all call the old way stations that used to run alongside the highway. And and it's not just it's not just truck and and rail traffic. It's also air traffic. And Kansas City Airport is going to be part of this too. Basically, this is going to be like a nucleus of this. Uh, of the this Moscow system. of the Midwest. And, uh, a point, a significant locus on this highway. And well, yeah, you can see what's going to happen, and it's well, you've got to destroy what's left. Mm-hmm. The, the federal government also has that website that you mentioned, or else another one that's yeah that mentions those three countries. There's a whole federal study, federal money on this, and I believe it's a Jew who's the head of that study. We did the research on that. Oh, sure. Well, they, this and road so, is I mean, basically a giant staple that's connecting Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. And yeah. Look, where where you, the region you said you're from is is basically the middle of the North American continent, and from there they're going to ship this stuff all over the place. One of the ironies of this is that Eisenhower built the interstate system. A sub irony is it was modeled on the the Autobahn built by Hitler. You know how you know how retrogressive mm-hmm. the Nazis were. You know they're, they're so backwards in every area that we yeah. had to steal all their technology. But anyway, the interstate highway system was built to defend the country so the military could get anywhere it needed to get. But it's used by these illegal invaders to spread out all over, oh, free bathrooms on their way to their free health care and free medicine in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Everything's being used against us, and very definitely the, 
the conservative sites will leave the Jew out, but a lot of a lot of the uh, like World Net Dailies will report to you on this New World Order stuff, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're they're mixing these countries together. They're going to present it as a fait accompli to the white sucker and just tell them, no, too bad, tough shit. It's already done. There's nothing you can do about it. That's their plan. And if you, you're going to be living in in the third world, in fact, many of you listening to this probably already are. And and yeah. we're describing to you how that came about and hopefully what we can do about it. Yeah, well, on the because tail. Mexico, Mexico can produce as as many people as, like I, I said before, back in the 80s, there were supposedly like 90 million people in Mexico. Well, today there's over 100 million. It's growing rapidly. The average birth rate is high. Uh, and uh, a lot of them come here, and they just flush their excess problems our way, and, and Bushy grins, and, and we have to swallow it. Or yeah, do, if anybody I, wants to see this, this government website, it's spp.gov. And that's for Security and Prosperity Partnership of North America. And after they foisted uh, NAFTA off on us and uh, immigration and everything else, it just continues unabated. But this is yeah. the next agenda of, of uh, And you, I, I want to encourage that. That's great to check that site. And I want to encourage people next time you take a, a trip around the country and you're on the interstate, you you just take notice of how many uh, Mexicans you'll see at the uh, rest stops along the way. They're they're all over the place. They're sitting on tables. They're just human pollution. They're all Catholics, but we'll cover the Pope later in this uh, Goy Fire. <laughs> we have a story yeah, out of Wisconsin. In fact, the University of Wisconsin, La Crosse, is the town and town of La Crosse where they're planning on raising tuition by one thousand three hundred twenty dollars to expand and quote diversify its student body. Uh, among those who contacted the university was a state legislator and demanded, quote, could you explain what I would learn about working with people of color had I attended your university that you envisioned? So this is hot on the heels of our reporting uh, or our coverage of colleges being a scam. And here we really uh, have concrete evidence of that in the, in the town of La Crosse. Wisconsin. Well, you know, that, that comment is just, sometimes I think the white race is just, it used to be pioneers and, and brave heart types. Now it's just, it's just a bunch of goddamn goody-goody little dogs that run for whatever stick is thrown for them. I mean, they're, they're so proud to push the envelope in the direction the government's already headed. And that's such a common theme in, in media and uh, politicized uh, jobs such as in academia, where you, you're just, you're not supposed to search for the truth which might require work, you're just supposed to repeat the party line and try to push it even farther. And it's just disgusting. I mean, <laughs> at the same time, they're, they're, oh, we're supposed to be taught how to get along with blacks and them. They're not supposed to be taught how to get along with us. They're supposed to be taught how to demand more and more accommodation. I mean, even to the point of illegal aliens, there's not enough music that's pleasing to the ears of the illegal aliens invading Kansas. That, that's a problem. We need to take more money from white people and... And, and hire more marketers and hire more mariachi bands to make these illegal Mexicans feel at home. They're in fucking our home. We built this country. It wasn't built by Mexicans. Mexicans were a few thousand in Texas and Mexico when the humans took over and created something worth that actually attracted millions of those same Mexican scum. It's exactly the same problem that the white humans had with, uh, with niggers in Africa. There's a handful of them around. They built something attractive. The niggers come in and ruin it. That is the way of the world. It's biological law at work. And uh, <clears throat> there's no honest way to avoid that fact. 
And you yet we're the only ones who deal with it. Here's another quote. Hitch and other architects of the tuition increase are eager to frame it as something that will benefit all students if sure it is implemented. Will. The $15 million generated will be used to fund the addition of 1,000 new students, 100 new teaching positions, I guess, African-American studies, yeah. et cetera, and an array of new student support services, uh, such as... Uh, uh, head Start, or, or it's a college equivalent, I suppose. Other students simply aren't concerned about the lack of diversity. I'd like to see niggers tax. You know, for all they're talking about slavery, the white man's a slave. <laughs> yeah. We are taxed, when you're taxed to pay for someone, the benefit of someone else, Jefferson defined that as tyranny. To be forced to underwrite a cause that you don't support, that's tyranny. These are state organizations saying, we're taking money from you white suckers, and we're using it to, so, to, to give race-based scholarships to fucking niggers and Mexicans. Fuck them. And the, all, the, all, these, all these organs uh, that are being created, these institutional organs are being created, they are, they are instruments of our oppression. They are to keep us uh, in submission and guilty mm -hmm. and, and cowed and frightened. That's what all and, this money is for. You're absolutely right. And once these new offices and, and positions are established, like every other bureaucracy, they're going to they're going to demand more. They're going to spend all their money, and they're going to claim they need more. That they're they have underserved populations, and they're going to grow it. And it's yeah, it's just it's niggers living high off the hog on your 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 dime, and you can bet your goddamn bottom dollar that you won't find twenty out of those a thousand that are capable of doing college level work. Is that an exaggeration? I'd love to see it put to the test. Yeah, well, in-state students have to pay $5,500 a year to learn at, at the university, and uh, now it's going to get hiked $1,000 more so that uh, they can be subjected to affirmative action students that are in there because of their color and not because of any other reason. Let me, now, let me bring us happen. back to uh, uh, something in Kansas again, uh, oh, and I that is uh, the, okay. the tuition law that was passed here about two, about two years ago. They passed a law here, uh, lawmakers passed a law that illegal aliens, the children of illegal aliens, can get uh, in-state tuition. That is, uh, the tuition that they charge, uh, you know, native Kansans, white Aryan Kansans, the, the illegal aliens, the children of illegal aliens get uh, in-state tuition. And if you were an Aryan from Missouri or Iowa or Nebraska or, or any other state and you wanted to attend school in Kansas, you would have to pay more than the illegal alien's child. That, that is an excellent point, you, you and I meant how, to ask you about that. And that's, Kansas is not the only state yeah. that has done that. diabolical a number of states. It is diabolical, and what it, what it says to you is that <laughs> your government not only doesn't respect you, it, it treats you legally as a second-class citizen compared to someone who's not a citizen at all who is literally a legal, illegal invader, to be redundant. And this happens in state after state. And what that means is the only reason government exists is to protect the people and to serve their interests. And any government that becomes, that endangers those ends, even if it's merely insufficiently able to, to carry out those ends, it's fucking illegitimate by, by the declaration of the people who founded this country. We have a tyranny that is actively subverting white Racial interests. This That's government right. has got to go. It's a. It's yep. illegal. It is as injurious to us as it is to the people of Iraq. They're forcing us off on white people in the midst of white people finally 
at least privately and in many cases publicly, expressing outrage at the invasion of their country, and yet these government mandarins just keep on insisting that there's not enough diversity as their people tell them, we're sick of it. We're sick of the diversity, so stop it already. And, and yes, and, and, and as the academics say, they pathologize ordinary white feelings. We don't want to be invaded we by Mexico. We don't want to mix with Mexico. We don't want to mix with Africa. We don't want to mix with Asia. And yet there's no established politicians who will back our white line. We're told repeatedly that A, we're a democracy, and B, that whites are evil racists. Well, how come there's nobody organized representing those white racists? Well, if you, if you ask yourself that very simple question, because they say we're a democracy, and if that's how the people feel, how come the general will isn't even advocated by anybody, let alone have any efficacy and real political power? Ask yourself these questions, and you begin to get to the heart of the system. Somebody is controlling our country and running it against the vast express, the expressed wishes of the vast majority. And that, that minority that's running it is the Jews and the people who collaborate with them, the Bush types. The, the liberal sellouts who, who run these organizations and use them to fuck our daughters and sons up, to fuck with their heads and fuck their lives up. We have the way out here at Goyfire. But this stuff is outrageous, and you should know about it, and you should learn about it, and you should teach other people that you know that this is what is actually going on. It's genocidal. The government is illegitimate. Well, this takes us to a case in California. Uh, we have here California's assembly recently passed four bills designed to prohibit and punish anyone who promotes traditional views on marriage and family in the state school system. Quote, homosexual activists are undermining First Amendment guarantees of free speech by seeking to forbid any view that disagrees or identifies the danger of homosexual lifestyle yeah and this this is you know this is a good example of how in a democracy everything goes to these special interests and and they just they just screw the majority because when, when you don't when you have a nation people can kind of work together if you're if, if it's an extended family but when it when that breaks down and it's just a motley collection of an ashtray as I've said or a, mo a grab bag of people from the sewers of the world well then of course every group is going to squabble and 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 fight for its own little interest and when you when one of those little groups i.e. the Jews controls the main uh, perception organs the the mass media they're going to use it to subsidize other groups that uh and, and create other little grouplets that can, that can uh, do their work while disguising their hand. And that's not only organized blacks and Mexicans, but, uh, but fags. And, and fags, unlike those other groups, have a head of their own. They're, they have brains. And they have become a very strong political power in this country to the point that people are afraid to criticize them because they can uh, produce boycotts because they have the Jews backing them up. And uh, the uh, Laura Schlesinger, uh, the, they organized a boycott of her campaign when she criticized them. You'll see people like Nancy Grace who are supposed to be big, tough prosecutors and going after these evil criminals. But whenever, whenever you come up with a, a priest molesting, say, a 14-year-old boy, they'll never go after the fag. They'll always call them pedophiles because nobody will defend or very few will defend the pedophiles. But if you go after the big fags, then the fags will boycott her show. But that stuff is faggotry. It's not pedophilia. It's fags who are doing that. And... I came up with a link here. This is incredible. And I want all you parents out there to use this for, for homeschooling. Um, and it has some fascinating information that even I didn't know. And I, I pay pretty close attention to this stuff just because, it, it, for argument's sake, you need, to, you need to know it. And it's just about how homosexuals actually are. You see, they want to censor. They want to play up this 
contributions of gay people. Well, their contributions had nothing to do with them being gay, first of all. Being gay isn't some kind of an intellectual qualification or achievement. I mean, why not play up left-handed people or something? Whether or not you believe, you know, homosexuality is a is an aid, it's beside the point in this. And and if in, even if you were going to claim that their good stuff was a result of their being queers, why wouldn't you play up the bad stuff that they do as well? Well, no, like every other ethnic group, like the Indian, the Indians and the homosexuals in California, along with the Jews everywhere, are trying to put their ideas into textbooks and demanding that everybody else go along and, and be indoctrinated in their self-serving lies. But we have a link here, if I can find it, that, uh, uh, and this is, and I'm going to give credit here, this comes from a Catholic source, and we're going to record this uh, for all time on VNN under Facts About Fags a new category we'll create. And also this will be, Aegis will be creating a uh, thread with all the links in this uh, Goy Fire number 40 so you can read up on the stuff that we're talking about, as we always do. And we'll post that on vnnforum.com. But this article, The Health Risk of Gay Sex by John R. Diggs, Jr., M.D. And this is at catholiceducation.org. Uh, and uh, it, just fascinating stuff about how, I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read you a couple paragraphs here. Uh, levels he, he's got uh, uh, he divides it into differences between homosexual and heterosexual relationships, uh, cultural implications of promiscuity, and he just he he, he goes into <laughs> I'll just just reading the outline and, and you grasp you grasp what's really going on with faggots they're they're fucked up they're physically fucked up as a direct result of their being mentally fucked up male homosexual behavior one and, and one male homosexual behavior he's got A B C D E F Anal genital, oral anal, human waste, fisting, sadism, and conclusion. So these people, boy, if, if gay doesn't describe that list, I sure don't know what word would. Queer. The woman who wrote this sounds this pretty bill, fucking queer to me. Sheila Coolis. Go ahead, and I'll get back to this. Her from Santa Monica, and she is a homosexual. She's an open queer. Sheila Coolis. K-U-E-H-L. Yeah, and and Santa Monica. and she's probably a Jew on top of it. I would not be surprised. But uh, let, let, just listen to some of this. Uh, level of, levels of promiscuity. Prior to the AIDS epidemic, a 1978 study found that 75% of white gay males claimed to have had more than 100 lifetime male sex partners. So 75% have had at least 100 male sex partners. 15% claimed 100 to 249. 17% claimed 250 to 499. So 15% claim 500 to 9, 999, and 28% claim more than 1,000-lifetime male sex partners. Think about that. More than one in four faggots is claiming that he has had sex with over 1,000 other males. You think these people are gay, are normal? They're fucking queer, disease-spreading, dangerous bastards. And, and they want, and they, yet they have the power, and this is Oh, how could the Jews control anything? They're only 1% or 2% of the population. Well, fuck, fags are less of a percent of the population than Jews. How do they get the control to where they can even propose bills to censor the textbooks, which in the first place never discuss what fags actually do? You never hear this information. You don't hear it on Ellen or see it on all these, these, these afraid to offend everybody but white racist Hollywood types or songwriters. You don't hear the facts about these fucking fags. Fags have, and here's something fascinating that I had never heard before. Like I said, I, I do study this stuff somewhat. This is on lesbians. Oh, lesbians aren't like fags. They have less of these bullshit. Lesbians have more disease than ordinary women, and they have more mental problems. And listen to this. 
An Australian study found that 93% of lesbians reported an Australian study found that 93% of lesbians reported having had sex with men, and lesbians were 4.5 times more likely than heterosexual women to have had more than 50 lifetime male sex partners. Think about that. That's, that's fucking amazing. I think the American average female sex partners is something like three or four, and for men it's like uh, six. But in any case, in either case, is it over a dozen. And here's, here's lesbian, right? They're different. No, they're, they're, they're women who are fucked up in the head who are basically dealing with that same sub subculture of fucking men who are u- using uh, drugs intravenously or who, who are themselves fags. It's just fucked up shit that normal people don't want anything to do about it and don't want to hear about, but you have to hear about it because you've got to face the truth to understand where you are and get to where you need to be. So this thing is just chock full of information, and you parents, this would be perfect for someone who is about uh, I would personally say uh, early teens, probably. But I, I'm a big, I'm a believer in not really hiding stuff from people. I mean, I, I like it when people, you know, treat you like you're an adult and say, "Here's the facts, Alex. Uh, you may not like them, but this is factually true, and you need to accept it and deal with it and figure out where to go from there." That's what I like. That's the the Vian and Goyfire approach. Now, uh, this guy, and, and as I said, credit to the Catholics for. I'm assuming this guy's a Catholic doctor. He has compiled this this. Uh, it's just astonishing. I mean, can you imagine having more than one, one in four fags has had more than a thousand lifetime male sex partners? And these people want, these people are legally privileged. A, they're legally privileged over you and I because they have gay safe zones. They're promoted in the media. And this is, but this is what they're actually doing off camera. You understand? And the average fag is having, is having, <laughs> Since 75% admitted to having sex with more than 100 different males in their lifetime. Can you imagine having sex with 100 different people? I mean, Alex, in a, here in a it lifetime, is. Hard to find 100 different people. You want to be in the same room? Had sex with 100 people. Let alone fuck them. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't find guys, 100 Jewish people I want to be in the same room. Com. Sheila Kuhl, who wrote this bill out in California, she's now a senator. And it says that she uh, brings the uh, number of Jews uh, to an even dozen. This is from 2001. And it says, many remember yeah. Jewel from the old Dobie Gillis television series in which she played Dobie's sometime girlfriend, Zelda. Right. So she is a Jewess. A queer Jewess. Yeah, and, who's, and uh, what are fueling this? As always, you know, the people, Jews all you have to do is look. Just look. Apologize. You, you have to, yeah, and, and the, way, the way to understand this is. To understand politics, you first have to ask, who is telling me this, and what is their incentive in telling me this? And, and often a good way is to flip it and say, what is the opposite case? Oh, they love fags, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, fags just want to get married. Well, did, did you hear the statistics I just cited? These people want to get married? Fuck no. They want to find their next sex conquest. The concept of marriage applied to these people is, is a bizarre joke. They, they just want everything that everybody else had, plus special protection, plus absolute freedom from criticism in the media. And they have a lot of power. They are, they are second only to the Jews. In fact, they're, they're more or less a subset of the, the, uh, the Jewish regime because they couldn't get anywhere without the support. Of the, or they couldn't get as far without the support of the Jews as they have gotten to the point where they, they are very close to censoring textbooks and have gay safe zones. Look around your high school and college. Your high school probably has a gay-straight alliance. This is another way to attack normal white people. You know, Cub Scouts can't use, can't use the, uh, the public school because they, they believe in God. 
but people who are butt fucking each other all over the park and, and have glory holes and, and you know truck stops and what have you, oh, they can use the park because they're not religious. Well, their religion is, is the religion of the sphincter. They're, they're serial sphincter sadists, essentially. They, they, they walk around doing things that are known to spread disease, and they demand absolute protection, absolute asylum, and, and silencing of all criticism. Well, fuck the fags. They're, they're fucking... You know, if you want to be a faggot, try to control your behavior more than, more than your confreres and keep it private and shut up about it, and then no one will really bother about it that much. But... And, and here's another thing I want to say about faggots is, first of all, if being a faggot is normal, then how much, and we're supposed to accept it because it's natural, well, hating fags is natural. So you, you learn to accept us, faggots, because we hate you. And we hate you for what you, and I'm not a Christian, I hate you. I hate you because you are responsible for doing this stuff. If you're responsible for your activity and you're going around and you want to fuck a thousand men, you're going to fuck yourself up and you're going to fuck those men up and some of those men are going to, fuck some of these other women who might make a bad choice, you're fucking up society. So fuck you. You don't deserve any fucking rights. It's you not don't nice separate the behavior the from the man. I'm not a fucking Christian. These fucking Christians who treat them like they're, oh, I separate the sin from the sinner. That is, the, that, that is logically, only a Christian could believe that. It's so illogical. You cannot separate the man from his fucking behavior. You are what you do. You are the, what, what possibly could be more you than the choices you make? I chose well, I, to stick my cock, my blood-filled penis, up the rectum of a thousand different men. <laughs> and if I don't die first, I'm going to make it 2,000. This is what faggots fucking do. And, yeah. and you never hear this stuff. The, the, one other, the one other thing I want to say is people think of fags as just effeminate, but they're not. There's also super hardcore masculine fags, and a lot of the faggotry is based in fear of forming a family, not wanting to get involved. They just want anonymous fucking sex with no consequences other than the physical disease. And, and, and so don't be fooled. These people are not all a bunch of flamers and people with good taste like you see on TV. They're fucking sickly, dangerous, dark, twisted personalities who are destroying themselves. And by God, if you're destroying yourself, you sure aren't going to have any compunctions about destroying other people. Hey, you can always blame it on Reagan. You know, it's his fault. You know how Ronnie liked to and sneak out of the White House and pregnant teenage girls and sell cracking. Blame it on hey, That's a P.J. O'Rourke line from the 80s, back when he was funny, before he sold out to the fucking kikes. We miss you, P.J. You do some good stuff on that war in Iraq, but you're part of the system, buddy. Anyway. Yeah, well, from the Judite view, fags are, are useful because, of course, they're, they're highly subversive elements within society, and they're good at fronting appearances and on the backside being totally corrupt, so they're easy to bribe and to co-opt into they, the Jews. They purpose. turn the marginal male, too. See, even if faggotry is to an extent uh, natural, like I said, A, if it's natural in 1%, hating them is natural in 99%. So I'll match my nature against your nature. See, the argument to nature doesn't work, because we got the numbers. And the other thing is, homosexuality is behavior. Maybe not entirely, but a lot. Uh, humans are very adaptable, and if you grew up a certain way, that's what you know is normal. You remember the story that I posted on VNN about the girl abandoned by her parents, raised by dogs. She was a fucking dog. For all practical purposes, she was a dog. And it's the same way with this. You take a young guy, maybe he's a little bit confused or weak, or people make fun of him, he's nervous, he's insecure, he doesn't have a, a, a strong personality to begin with, and you introduce to him the idea that, hey, maybe you're gay. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. And we got a gay-straight alliance. And we have a gay-safe zone. And you can talk to Mr. Coffee about it. You know, and he'll support you. Well, all of a sudden, you're, you're making... Anything that you do that makes homosexuality more attractive is going to lure people into it. Because people are adaptable. They don't... Most people are little more than... They have no ideas in their own heads. They cannot spontaneously think. They have to look sideways and see what others are doing to copy it. God, I see this... I, I see it in my own daughter. It's frightening. I see her do things... I've seen her carrying socks in her mouth from watching the dog. I've seen her do things that I do that uh, they may be, they're, they're not dangerous or bad. They're just idiosyncratic, but she's printing on what I'm doing. That's how people are. There's not maybe one in 20 or a couple in 100 who can spontaneously generate the ideas that the rest of them follow. So when you set up bad patterns, I've said this about women 100 times, but it's true for men because most men are are more or less like women. They're a little bit more able to think. They're a little bit more able to stand against the crowd. But basically, they too follow patterns. And when you have the authority, the elite in society setting up, hey, it's perfectly fine to be a fag. They're trying to destroy you. You're trying to take the marginal white man, 12, 13, 14, and, and farm him out to these fucking chicken hawks. Tell him, yeah, you get on this track. You fuck a thousand guys. And, and like this guy says in this study, these fuckers give away 20 years of their life. Oh, stop smoking. Don't smoke. Secondhand smoke. What about fucking sodomy? They fucking die 20, 25 years earlier than normal people. You want to throw away that much of your life? And they're calling this good and saying they don't want to get married? Why do they want to get married? All they want to do is go on to the next fuck. Fuck the fags. It really incenses me. That you, you know, oh, we're a free country. How come you can't hear one one-hundredth of what we've just said about fags in any mainstream source? How come you can't? Because somebody fucking controls this country, and they're running it into the fucking ground, and they mean to kill you and me as they do it. And they're doing a pretty damn good job. Anyone who wants to live in the third world, Jesus, you don't even have to travel anymore. Fags, ooh, Mexicans, ooh, niggers, oh, they're wonderful. I love this diversity. What a great thing. I love having to buy a jack for my car, and bars for my door, and triple locks for my door, and all kinds of guns, and watch out the window whenever someone pulls up. I love that kind of a world. It's fucking great. It's something a little bit more real. You know, we're keeping it real. It's a hey, salad bowl of suck. subversion. Jews suck, Mexicans suck, and fags really suck. Fuck them. Down with them and up with us. Yeah. You know, you listen to this, you'd rather live in the world that I'm describing. That we here at Goyfire talk about every week we come to you and we say, here's the fucking reality of the situation. You know we're right. And you know there's no way out but through us and through the Jew. Over the Jew. The Jew is the one ultimately responsible. The fag is the symptom. The Jew is the disease. The nigger is the symptom. The Jew is the disease. The invading Mexican getting free mariachi music at the Kansas State Fair is the symptom. The Jew is the disease. Yeah, well, we have here an email uh, in St. Louis. Uh... To get off or to change this topic here, uh, an Ebonics email to be precise, and I quote, I was angry, disappointed, and shocked. This was written up uh, by KSDK.com. This is uh, a news agency out by St. Louis. The reaction came from what the business owner called a racially insensitive email. Even worse, he said, it came from someone in mall management. Quote, it was very offensive and basically said an employee was speaking ebonics, end quote. He said in the email that an employee at the store told him, quote, there's something wrong with the telephone line. They took the <laughs> if time. If I wanted to axe, I'd go to the hardware store. <laughs> yeah, so this 
this comment is, is causing controversy in the St. Louis area, uh, according to uh, DK News, We're covering this in depth. Yeah, this is America straining at the gnat and swallowing the camel to use a Sunday morning religious figure. You know, if, if a black animal serial infects white girls with a lethal, a fatal disease, well, what is that in comparison to an email that offended a black person? You better pipe that story around the globe. I, I, I would just remark as a, as a parallel, there, there, there's this white kicker for northern Colorado, and he, he must be dumber than, than fucking dirt, the dirt in uh, the Dakotas where he comes from. But he, he, his Mex the Mexican on his team was the number one kicker. And he actually waited outside the, the Mexican's uh, house in, in, in some garb, and, and he stabbed him, I guess, so he could take the top job, and then ran away and got caught because he, he really must be as dumb as a nigger. But my point is, they mentioned this on the Colbert Report, a very popular show on uh, Comedy Central, and also on uh, ESPN. Right, but they never they never mention like the Fresno gang rape. So it's just another example of whether it's comedy or whether it's news or whether it's sports, the exact same paradigm obtains. White on colored crime is celebrated, promoted, hyped, etc. And colored on white crime is, is just ignored. I have not seen one more thing, I'll keep saying it on that uh on that uh, Fresno gang rape of that Mexican girl. It just disappeared, and the same thing about the retard the Lockport, New York one, where the retarded white girl was raped. You know, Glenn Beck often goes off on uh, on he was going off on some retarded white girl in I think Colorado who was I think raped by a student. I'm guessing it was white on white, but I don't know that for a fact. But here's an example where the white girl in Lockport, New York, was gang raped by a bunch of niggers, and they never talk about. It. They just will not talk about the stuff that actually matters. And I have zero respect for these system tools. They, they are misleading people because people's ideas only come from TV. They, they may sense that they're wrong, but they're, they're going to think, well, that's what everybody else thinks, so I better conform myself to it. And, and this, is, this uh, has great implications. Yeah, it's well, very clear there's a sickness in the leaders of a, our society, the so-called leaders of institutions and government. And unfortunately, the masses of whites are following crime by television. When that will change is uncertain, but it has to change because the climate will be so non-conducive to white people leading, leading anywhere near normal lives that it will have to change. There will have to be a reaction. Yeah, and, and I remember uh, earlier this week someone sent me a story. Uh, some white teen, some nigger had threatened to rape this white teen, and her boyfriend heard about it and went over to the nigger's house, and they had a confrontation in the front yard, and, and the white teen said, and the, the nigger pulled a gun, White team said, go ahead and shoot me, and he did, and killed him. And now they've just decided they're only going to try that guy for, uh, the jury refused to try him for murder. A, a nigger who just murdered a white kid after That's threatening to rape his, uh, his girlfriend. I can't remember the guy's name, or I can't remember where it is, but you know, th does that make the news? Only in the local area, whereas you know, some fucking email thing. Oh, I, I guarantee you'll hear about that outside the St. Louis area. This is some, some black offended by some stupid email. What the fuck? I mean, offensive emails are made to outweigh literally murder. This, this is what it is. You can do anything. You can shit on white people any way you want to in America. But by God, you better never ever think about fighting back against a system that allows niggers literally to get away with murder. They're literally sending the FBI to investigate Swazi graffiti. You know, somebody buys a 99-cent can of paint at Walmart, and in some cases, they literally send the FBI. That's how 
cantilever sure. the, the system is against whites. I mean, it's absolutely bizarre. In, in Hawaii, the FBI actually stopped investigating bank robberies for a time. They said there are just too many of them. We can't deal with it. <laughs> Swazi graffiti, yeah, though Johnny on the spot for that. Sure. Yeah, you know, that's kids, what gets me about this. That's this how thing. bad it is. It, it's so microscopic, the ideological policing that's going on and, and the the implied intimidation of the readers. Oh, if I even write a sentence that somehow in my email, that's going to somehow get back to me and I'll, I'll be put up on the front page. Well, yeah. I, I, I think that fear is well-founded, unfortunately. I mean, you, you have to now, you know... Kids are realizing in college, if I put up a MySpace thing and, and I write anything on there that's wrong, my employers are going to be able to Google me and dig that up. And so well, technology the, alone, but technology in, in conjunction with Jewish tyranny creates a world that we don't want to live in. Essentially, they've eternalized this, this type of fear in, in white people's brains, and whites walk around with it. And it's really a false fear. We're, we're just not supposed to notice what the niggers are doing to our country because they are let off the leash by Jews who call it letting a, a rabid dog. you got a rabid dog in a cage. What do you do? You shoot him. You, can, you control him. You keep him infected, things quarantined. But Jews let diseased, disease-spreading fags run loose. They let violent, retarded niggers run loose, and they call that liberty. You know, we're not in the Dark Ages now. We were in the Dark Ages back when, when <laughs> sane people controlled things. <laughs> You know, Jews just rip down barriers. They mix everything together, except Israel. They're very careful to protect their own. Look at all the security they have for their little synagogues, and look at how they get half of the Homeland Security defense money against terrorism. It goes to Jews, Jews, Jews. Jews create wars. That's really all they do. They create a war in Iraq based on lies. They create internal wars in America by taking down our border, by taking down our laws that, that, that amount to borders, by segregation so that whites can protect themselves from back. They take down all these things. They set the sexes and the races and the classes at war, and they call that progress and civil rights, and they praise themselves, and they build monuments at public expense to, to their own greatness and also their own bogus atrocities. I mean... I really increasingly oh, forget their medical degree. They're number one. It's, it's even really hard to believe they're not like religion. God set them up as sort of the evil, the embodiment of the principle of evil, and they're, to see whether ordinary people could overcome them. They're God's carpet baggers. Where, wherever they fight, yeah. Where, well put. Wherever they touch us, we wither. They make things worse everywhere they go. In, in every possible way, the Jew will always be found at the forefront of agitation for the insane party, the insane position, the insane principle. Yeah, let fags marry. Okay. They want to fuck a thousand people, but yeah, they're, they're all about love and devotion. <laughs> yeah, there's something comical about the expression that a society has been man. Jewed. I mean, it, it's oh, funny fuck. on the face of it, but when you get down to the, the there's no diversity. It's even it, possible. Yeah. We've been Jewed. Yeah, I mean, on the face of it, it's funny. When you get down to the nitty gritty, it's a it's a horrific thing. And, and look at look at the thing we had in Kirksville, and I updated the Kirksville blog. Oh, they bust a house full of niggers. You know, they got illegal guns. A couple of them are out on warrants. And they're brandishing shotguns at people. And gee, you're like, oh, they're living at this address, and there's like three or four of them. I mean, they're fucking their cancer cells, just like Jews. They they spread these things. I went down to the what is it, rally to get my fair share of abuse? It's like they figure every white American family deserves its fair share of abuse, so we're going to plant niggers on either side of them and let them enjoy the rape and the murder and, and, and the loud noise and just the stupidity.
It is the nigger. And you can't even, it's like that girl said on that call-in show you, you, about, about Mexican. You can't, they're just not on the same level. You can't communicate with them like you can with a human. And, and we don't need them around us. We don't want them around us. God damn it, it's a democracy. Where's the reflection of our values? Nowhere. Nobody will stand up to the people who are creating this situation. And that alone ought to tell you that the country's not run the way that they claim it's run. Right. When I hear Jude Society, I think of 9-11, South Lebanon, and uh, Camden, New Jersey. Well, we have here uh, uh, the head of the Catholic Church, the Pope, apologizing uh, for remarks he made. Pope Benedict the Sixteenth on Saturday apologized for the remarks he made during a speech in Germany. In a statement read out by a senior Vatican official, the Pope said he was sorry that the Muslims had found his words offensive and that he respected their faith and hoped they would understand the true sense behind it. In Tuesday's speech, the Pope quoted a 14th century Byzantine emperor who said the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad, founder of the Muslim faith, were, quote, evil and inhuman. Let me make three quick remarks. First of all, the Pope is a cunt. Second of all, he has now apologized to Jews and to Muhammad's. Third of all, he probably made this dig at the Muhammad's as a way to make up for his earlier criticism of the incredible atrocities committed by the Israelis in Iraq and Palestine and in Lebanon. So, so like I say, to conclude, the Pope is a cunt. He knuckles under pressure. He does nothing but flate the fucking Jews who, who run him. And, and I want to say to all you budding Hitlers out there, and I do hope you're out there, you need to know that, that is what, what will get you killed every time is not hardness but mercy. The, the mercy Hitler showed to the British army at Dunkirk, rather than constraining them and holding them uh, until he had his position, he allowed them to escape, and they, they treated it as a miracle, but no, it was a, it was a policy decision by Hitler. He had the power to prevent them, and he should have used it. Same thing with the Pope. You have to come down hard on these cunts, because they are weak, the, the Catholic ones. They, they really, truly, even if they, they don't like open immigration and they understand the problems, really, truly, their deepest feeling is that they like that these are Catholics coming in. They don't, they don't like Protestant America. They don't like a lot of its values. And in many ways, they're right, and I agree with them. But that's the bottom line, is they love having people in their pews. And they don't care that they're not really technically people, if you want to get all technical and stuff. Uh, they, uh, uh, and so you can't rely on them. They're a universalist church, and they're, they have damaged the Aryan race in many, many ways. Whatever good they've exhibited was the Aryan quality shining through, you know? It's like you put a shitty old rag over the Aryan light, but it still shines through the, sh- the shroud of Turin, uh, which is a typical uh, bit of a Catholic Christian uh, quackery. <laughs> but, uh, but no, the, it's the, the, light, the light is not Jesus. It's the white race. It's our genes. You could cut off the fingers of any one of us here in Goyfire and, and by using white genius turn it into a, a new person and, and create a female person and have them run off in, in, into, a, into a cave or into a forest, and they would recreate something probably even better than the Europe of today. It's in the blood. That's all it is. And uh, culture can only mess it up. And the culture comes from the race anyway, except when it's, it's pushed on uh, from, from the outside. But my point here is, look, look at the, the Jews, even though the Catholic Church reached the Concordat, that's a, that's a popal agreement with a, a, a secular government, Concordat with Hitler, and, and the Pope was still helping Jews in Italy and, and still 
the Jews today claim that the Pope who was helping them, which they admitted at the time, very much like they admitted that they killed Jesus at the time, today they shit on that Pope. What was his name? Pius. And they write books about how anti-Semitic and Hitler's Pope was the name of one. And so when you help Jews, your response is you get kicked even harder. These people, are, they have no grace. They have no, there's not a speck of honor or gratefulness in the Aryan senses in the Jew. Not a speck of it. When you help them, the only face you show to the Jew is your hard face. You never show mercy on them. They never show mercy on you. They will despise and hate you even more if you try to help them or appease them. And that's what all these people are. And I really wish more people would use this term. Ann Coulter is a Jew appeaser. Rush Limbaugh is a Jew appeaser. Bill O'Reilly is a Jew appeaser. These people, Pat, Pat Robertson is a Jew appeaser and collaborator. Those are the two words that ought to be used all the time. They're guns to gun fights because that's what the Jews call, oh, oh, we're appeasing Islam if we don't want to send our kid off to die in Iran after the great success of the war in Iraq that was based wholly on, on truth in legitimate U.S. Yeah, they're a bunch of fucking liars and they've sold out to the damn Jews. Some of them may be even too dumb to realize it, but most of them have been to Israel. They've been flown over there at taxpayer expense. Right, because it's recycled through the money we give to Israel to pay our elite to be flown over to see. Oh, poor Israel! It's only three miles, three miles wide at this point. We need nuclear weapons. We don't have to be accountable to the UN like we demand of others. And and we need ten mil, a thousand a person a year taken out of American taxpayer. You know, the, the the I mean, the funds from American white taxpayers that aren't used to hire more mariachi bands need to be go to Israel. These are these are the God-loving people. They made yeah, the desert blue. Do They're the only democracy in the Middle East. Fuck these people. Get the goddamn Jews off our country. Get out!
We should hate the Jews. It is perfectly legitimate. What they have done is truly hateful. They have murdered America. They have murdered our nation. We're now yeah, hated now by the rest of the world, and we're on the way. Perhaps. We're on the express train into the third world. And, and so, on the express train, man, we're des- we're, we're, we're describing the view. <laughs> we're not on the yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming up. We're on it's the coming track. up on that super highway from Mexico. <laughs> well, it's a bad it's a bad analogy because yeah, we're not going anywhere. It's already it's already here. It's just getting it's you know as as night creeps on, the third world has overtaken America. That's a that's a little better one. You know what? They're going to look back on Goy fires as the the quiet, peaceable days. I'm quite convinced of that. It's going to be like the Mormons claim that the that, that you know the Jesus key. They claim he came over to the New World, and for a while, uh, the white tribes that followed him, you know, they had their happy little suit, and they battled with the evil coloreds, i.e., the, the so-called native inhabitants. And for a while, they were on top, but then they became apostasy. That is, they left the faith and they lost. And the the final truth of their thing was buried in these. Uh, was recorded by an angel, and it was uh, buried, and then Joseph Smith dug him up, you know, hundreds of years later, or uh, 1,500 years later. And sometimes you do feel like that at Goyfire. You feel like, oh, it's too late. But I don't think it is too late. And that this would be the last recording of civilized people signing off before the, uh, the eternal nightfall of subhumanity <laughs> led by Jews. But I, I don't think so. There's hundreds of millions of whites in the U.S. Many of them are sensible. And there, there are different ways you can, you can see their inherent sensibleness. When they move, they move to white areas. That proves that they're racialist. And also, when, when natural disasters like Katrina strike, white order immediately asserts itself in the white areas. And they naturally protect themselves against niggers, as we said last Goy fire. Well, they're so quietly I'm, I'm wholly, wholly negative. I don't, you know, when we talk about waking people up, I mean, goddamn, if, if everyday reality around you doesn't wake you up, if you, all we can do is give you a few little pointers, like look at what happens as niggers come in. Look how the paper won't tell you they're niggers. Look how, the, uh, uh, look how your neighborhood gets worse when you start to see these type of people around, and look what accompanies them. But I think white people know this. They just don't see any political leadership, and, and controlling our system means presenting a natural white leadership from rising up by stigmatizing and demonizing it as hate. So that if any of our people make an appearance in the controlled media, why... Before they come on, they're they're the well is poisoned. They're they're evil. They hate people. They're all about killing and murder. You know well, what about it? Don't we have a legitimate right to self protection? You know, if you're a nigger, you can claim that white men raped a black girl and you're still respected 20 years later and you're you're fawned over. I saw Glenn Beck fawning over Al Sharpton on his show. But if I if I go on there or if David Duke goes on there or or uh, anybody rounder goes out there and, and speaks in public. Oh, you're evil. They they always prejudice the audience against you. Call you. You know, even the gays showing up in my. Oh, you're evil haters. Why? Because your girls sing about their love for the white race and protecting them. You're evil hater. There's a double standard. I mean, we've been over it a hundred times. But we yeah, want man. you to download these shows and pass it around. These we we record these in MP3s specifically for that purpose. You get these out to all your other people. Give it to a high school kid. Teach them. And about uh, teach them the truth. They're not going to learn it in public school, and they're yeah. sure not going to learn it at their Catholic at their Catholic uh, high school either, because they they they've taken federal money, as as the top Catholics say, and they've sold out too. Hey, you young guys, watching YouTube, go search Colin Quinn, the comedian on YouTube, maybe with a plus sign, uh, Conan O'Brien, and watch that video. Watch Colin Quinn talk about Jews. The, the, it's quite an amazing little diatribe he gives in, in which he says, yeah, I respect all people, especially the Jews. <laughs> Network. 
<laughs> yeah. And then he goes on at the end, he finally says, but enough about Judaism. He says, yeah, really, <laughs> and rolls his eyes up into his head. And the audience is just rollicking during the whole thing, so people are somewhat waking up, but until they... Oh, it, until he caught some of those comments. Yeah, remember, what was that show that they had, Craig? Remember that on Comedy Central? It ran for, I don't know, it ran for a while. They used to do a new one every night, and sometimes it'd be interesting, and they would have, uh, uh, actually, Nick DiPaolo, uh, Italian comedian, more than one of them would make some digs, or even the black ones would say stuff like, I'd never, I can't offend the Jews, I gotta, I gotta, you know, make my next gig. And DePaulo made some comment one time, he was like, what would, what would have helped your comedy career? He's like, if I'd been Jewish. He basically said it would have been a great help. I mean, the Jews, that kind of comedy is, is, is like other aspects of TV, is completely Jewish. There's a fear. Oh, yeah. It's literally dictated and by our Jewish overlords. It's overlord. not an unreasonable fear if you're trying to make it as a comedian. You, you know, you, there's acceptable stereotypes, and your jokes are better conformed to them. That's what makes the mass media so comparatively boring compared with this show. Because you know that we can say whatever we think is true, whereas the, the mass media, you know, blondes are dumb, niggers are smart. Why? I, I mean, I swear to God, you cannot turn on, you cannot watch any channel for five minutes without seeing a nigger depicted as a science. Here's a nigger holding up a flask, good singers. holding up a flask, and probably making a very important discovery. Why? Here's a nigger offering a financial advice. And here's a, here's a white girl looking over his shoulder. Ooh, that hot nigger is one good football player. Maybe he'll get on top of me if I'm lucky. I and mean, this is insanity. It's not insanity. This was already tried in the Soviet Union, folks. This is exactly the same thing. It's just slightly changed for America. You've created this world of utter unreality. And we're supposed to just nod and go along? Well, oh, I thought we were land of the free. Proud American pioneer spirit. Can do. We're not afraid of anybody. We kicked the ass of the greatest empire the world had ever known. I just see a bunch of pussies when I look around. It's, uh, it's the inversion of reality. Fuck yeah! It's reality just reality. flipped, reversed. It's it's just like a photo negative. Black is white, and white is black. I, I feel embarrassed, really, in a lot of ways. I mean, people. Are, what did, what everybody did thinks they're. What are the, everybody thinks they're a Hollywood actor now. That's the thing that I can't stand. Nobody ever wants to criticize. We are the one group of people that people are, will openly criticize because they're gutless and they know that it's socially approved if you hate racist. And they, since they can't think beyond the label. They can't think even the label. And spick racists can criticize us with impunity. And, and, and most sure. people say, that's right. Aslan doesn't like them. They're bad. And Aslan, by the way, all those people, Araz, are heavy-duty anti-Jew, if you look at their websites. But even those groups can, can uh, roundly criticize white racists. And, and, and Hey, Craig, I, I'm sure the Bush administration is opposed to Laraza because they're anti-racist. Am I right? <laughs> is, that, is that a logical <laughs> conclusion? Well, Bush is not opposed to La Raza, as we've talked about. Actually, he speaks before them. He, speak, he spoke before them before he was elected. The first who? Time. Who? Bush did. Bush. Well, how did time from his, off from his NAAC appearance? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, Bush goes, well, well, I know I've said it before, and we've all said it before, but Bush goes and speaks to the racist at NAACP, a Jew-founded black nationalist, black, racial, black racist association. He sends his deputy to go speak at La Raza, a Jew-promoted Mexican racist organization, but us little old whites, we'd be evil. We don't get any, any respect. The, the Republican Party, with its Jew-fag coordinator, Ken Mailman, distances itself from evil white racists because white people have no interest. They must be individuals. 
and eaten as, as such, like with popcorn curls that the, the rest of these races are munching on. Yeah, well, we do have a, uh, uh, an exhibition, as if the uh, blacks uh, mixing test tubes on your TV weren't enough. We have an exhibition in France where suitcases are piled sky high. Uh, these were the suitcases of the Jews sent to Auschwitz. Now, Jeff, you brought this story to my attention. Well, yeah, I... I dug this out of the uh, New York Times recently, and this was in their arts uh, section. And uh, it just buried away in there, but it's kind of a curious story. And this is part of the uh, the passion play, which the Jews uh, uh, entertain the goy with, cow the goy with guilt. And then also they use it, this is the Auschwitz passion play. And they also use it, of course, to empty his wallet. And uh, over the decades, um, the storyline has moved from... Uh, Soap made with the fat of Jews to uh, lampshades made with the skin of Jews to gold pride from the teeth of Jews. And now, I guess, they're left with the lonely and humble suitcase. Anyway, what the story is, is um, this artist, this French artist, I, I don't know if he's a Jew, it's not a French name, was visiting Auschwitz. And he noticed uh, in, in a mountain-high pile of Jewish suitcases a particular one. And then he asked to borrow that suitcase, and then he brought it back to France to put on some, in some sort of exhibit in France. And lo and behold, guess what? A Jew walked by and said, hey, that's my suitcase. <laughs> so, you know, we've heard them say, hey, that's my gold or, hey, that's my painting in, re in reference to World War II and these, these certain objects from World War II. But now they're saying, hey, that's my suitcase. So this is kind of interesting how low they will go for a beat-up, broken-down suitcase. But anyway, so, but of course, was, with the Jew, that's the interesting, funny part, right, Jeff? Well, it, it actually is, is not, he's not saying it's actually his, but anyway, it, it's, not, it's not actually his, it's his, it's his uh, father's, I believe, who was supposedly uh, exterminated in, in, these, uh, in these holiday camps that the Germans right. set up for the kikes. Anyway, uh, 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 he's, he's now suing, he's now suing the uh, Auschwitz uh, Council for control of the suitcase, and now this kike got a French government order which has ruled the suitcase must stay in France. And now, as a result of this, the Polish government, uh, the Auschwitz uh, Council, is now worried that if it loses control of this suitcase, that all its trinkets uh, from the Jews, uh, I guess even like the shoes and all that kind of stuff from the, uh, from the people who were interned there, they're, they're worried that all the trinkets could be uh, sucked out of the camp, that all the kikes would want you know, every little trinket. And, and of course... Auschwitz is a is a cash cow for the of the local economy there in Poland. So, this the chutzpah of these Jews simply it just knows no bounds. They'll even go out. Uh, they'll even go for something as petty as a worn out suitcase. It's unbelievable. Valuable original Auschwitz or bust sticker on it, and that's what they're actually fighting over. <laughs> own that and sell it on eBay. Yeah, but but uh. You know, there, it, it, it is amazing. There's actually a picture of Mickey Mouse on it. Yeah, for for all eternity. Uh, granddad's carpet bag. <laughs> I mean, 
It's kind of funny to see kikes kiking with kikes, the memory of their supposedly dead ancestors. Look at two atrocities, horrible atrocities. Lord. Suitcase. And the, and the length they'll go in, in, to, to, to manipulate the organs of government. And get this, he doesn't want the suitcase to leave France because it would be repeating the trip to Auschwitz. <laughs> the horror! The horror! He yeah, doesn't he does. know if the pain's existential. He's, he's saving a suitcase. The suitcases were forced to pack their Jews and take them to Auschwitz. <laughs> Pile all their lies into one Jew. That's all he had room for. And, and <laughs> board the train for Auschwitz. How are suitcases supposed to live with other Jews? They're serving class. Yeah. You want to take this suitcase to Auschwitz? You, you know, got to get through me first. Fucking guy. I, I say, if I had a dime for every the kike's all like three quarter, kind of looking up at the camera with you know every everything but a tear rolling out of his eye. You remember his <laughs> old granddad's granddad's handbag yeah. sniff. Lugubrious. Here, I'm going to teach people a word: lugubrious. Lugubrious. It's a great word. It means ridiculously sorrowful or mournful. You probably won't learn it in school. But it's a good <laughs> word. We got any budding writers out there? If, if properly applied, <laughs> well spaced. It's, this, uh, of course, may also be a case of being maudlin too. Maudlin, yeah, especially if there's yes. a the general the violin metal. tear in my beer. Oh, granddad, if only he were here. Yeah, pathetic. Letting rise like God intended. It's just a pic- the depiction of Jews as these oh, these race of sufferers, noble sufferers is is the farthest thing. It's just like we said, black, it's just white, black scientists all over again, man. It's just bullshit. It's the opposite of the truth. Jews are scamsters. They're liars. They're laughing at you in this stuff. It's a fucking joke. Auschwitz was where Jews were selling white women for a couple thousand years, and then some of the fuckers got rounded up. A handful of the, of the guilty party got rounded up, and we're to hear about their crying and wailing for the rest of recorded time. I mean, fuck them. What do they do to your ancestors? Who ever heard about what the Jews did to Poland? What the Jews did to only here? You sure aren't going to hear about it on CNN or Fox News? Ukraine. The Mangina uh, Glenn Beck on there. He's not going to tell you what they did, what the little Jews in Hoktoot did over in Eastern Europe. What do you think the fucking Nazis were fighting? Prevent the same thing from happening in Germany. That's what we're fighting here, to prevent them doing the same thing here. In a more organized way than they're doing now. Stop them. They're already quite... Well, sure. We, we, what do we start the show with? There wouldn't, there wouldn't be niggers spreading AIDS to dozens of women if Hitler ran England, would there? Oh, if it wasn't for us, the greatest generation, you'd be speaking German. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be you. living in the third world or dead either, though. You know? You wouldn't be speaking Mexican. Did, did Hitler force the French to speak German? No, he left France alone. The French were more bothered by the Allied invasion than they were by the Germans. Yeah, take your pick. Ebonics and Mexican or German? Yeah. It wasn't for the greatest generation, you'd all be speaking Ebonics. And listening to hip-hop everywhere. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, we're listening to hip-hop. <laughs> because oh, yeah. of the greatest generation. Jeez. Maybe they're not so great. <laughs> they're great for the Jews. The generation of suckers. Yeah, black. We're paying. We're paying the price for these fucking idiots who sit around in their their polyester baseball caps and listen to someone tell them what a great year. If you like sitting around listening to people tell you how great you are, you're just a faggot. I mean, it's not a real faggot, but a symbolic faggot. 
Every people's criticism is not fucking full some praise from a bunch of fucking Jews and their paid lackey liars. As the country falls apart. Yeah, you, you, you're the greatest generation. Look at our country and the shape it's in. Bankrupt and filled with Mexicans. Yeah, that's no way to go through life, son. We're becoming a joke planet of the universe, is my personal opinion. The United States is very hated in Europe, I know that. Craig is hated uh, across the solar system. Yeah, I guess you're right. It really is. Yeah, well, I hear yeah, some Martians and Venusians daily telling me that this planet is a fucking joke. I swear to God, if there is, if there is one man sent to Mars, the, uh, the Jews will produce a volume on anti-Semitism on the red planet. You know, growing problem. Incidents were up last week. Yeah, well, speaking and of that's similar, exactly how Jews think. We have a crypto, or a not-so-crypto, representative Benjamin Cardin out of uh, Maryland, uh, who just won his Senate race against Mathume, uh, who I Kukwizi think... Kukwizi and Fume, father of bastards. Yes. Oh, so wait. There, it, it was a toss-up between the Jew and the, the, the Negro, and the Jew won. But there's something else surrounding Benjamin these days, and that's a staffer who is blogging, and uh, apparently blogging with anti-Semitic overtones, as well as racially insensitive remarks. So, I don't know, Gene, you sort of broke this story. It's, a, it's an intrigue. Tell us more. Yeah, well, Ben Cardin is a Jew, and he did beat Kwesi and Fumi, I guess, just yesterday. The results came in 44 to 40%. And it, Cardin had formerly been the uh, House of Representatives member to the U.S. Congress for the 3rd District of Maryland. Now, he was running against two or three Jews, and the papers in that area, the Baltimore Sun specifically, uh, was very careful to mention his Jewish competitors. And yet the, they said in the case of Cardin just that uh, he has strong support in the Jewish community. And the Seattle paper, one of the Seattle news sources, said that uh, he's white. So again, we're back and forth. Is he a white? Is he a Jew? Do you know? Can you tell? Uh, no. The answer is no, because the media will not tell you. Anyway, one of his staffers had this blog, and it was, it was called Road Diaries of the Persuasionatrix. And the subtitle, you guys might like this, is Alice Fell Down the Rabbit Hole, I Jumped In. <laughs> in any case, her name was a, a, a Grubber, and uh, she's uh, talked about, I guess, big-nosed uh, Jewish men who are pawing her and so forth. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a direct quote here. They are large men with strong, loud voices and Jewish noses, she wrote. They are also right. over-friendly. The writer and, added, uh, of course, they're Cardin's backers. Yeah, I'm certainly not one to shy away from physical contact, but when older men I don't know find it okay to squeeze my arm or my shoulder or shake my hand way too long. So what happened is Cardin had to fire her, and, of course, this goes over well with um, his Baltimore electorate, uh, you know, sacrificed the ships at the end because of her political incorrectness. That, that works well with the electorate. She's gone, and they tried to represent that she was a minor staffer. Well, she wasn't. She had a lot of interns working for her and so forth, as she says on her blog. But uh, this is just another in the series of the, of the Holocaust drama. It's just Holocaust. It's not a cottage industry, as it's sometimes been mislabeled. It's a major international criminal conspiracy. So it's just a little, uh, mm, you know. Uh, you know, Craig, it's only there 
their hatred of us that binds them. Truly, there's nothing binding the Jews as a religion other than, you know, because Judaism consists in whining and extracting profits. That's a Jew saying that. I think Nahum Goldblum or something like that, uh, some big name from mid-century last year. But another example is uh, Reggie Bush is a football running back who I think was drafted number one or number two into the NFL. And now the big story in, on ESPN and the news is that his family, he's some poor nigger and is, is basically he did some wink, wink work for uh, some uh, his Jewish agent's firm. I think the guy, Jew's name was Ornstein and, uh, you know, they basically paid off his parents and paid off their debts and gave him tickets and all kinds of nice stuff while he was in college, all violations of NCAA rules. Well, now, this is only known because one of the Jews' subordinates, and there were two or a uh, couple of them, and they both seemed to be Jews as well, had German-Jewish-type names. Uh, one of them departed and dredged up all this stuff. That's To me, it seems kind of parallel to what you're talking about. And the, the Jew revealed the dirt on the other Jews. And... Uh, that's how they are. They really are. Like Craig said, they're just an international criminal clan. That you know, Now they're a religion. Now they're a race. Now they're an ethnic group. Now they're a bunch of atheists. And, and there's always an out for them. And, they, and their appeasers always, always have a way to explain away what they're doing. And you say, well, you say, they say, oh, those, those weren't Jews that produced the Soviet Union. Uh, those weren't Jewish gangsters funded by Jewish bankers from New York who created the, the worst society ever seen on earth. Those were uh, they were atheists. That was that was the problem. And you say, well, uh, the rejoinders. Well, most Jews are atheists, so it's just in a way to exculpate Jews. The uh, a sure sign of a goy tool is his instant willingness to exculpate Jews of all collective charges of guilt for what could only be described as Jewish behavior. And his and the flip side of that is true as well. The Jew will always claim that uh, anything that good that Jews do is attributable to the Jews as a people. So it's just more double standards that always favor the Jew indicate who's controlling the media and our political system. Always to make themselves appear as the, uh, the just the arbiters between right and wrong when in fact they're cynical to the core and are just playing the yeah. game for their own advantage. That was something that Chuck Pearson taught me, one of our writers in the earlier uh, edition of VNN, was uh, that Jews are the touchstone of all values, and a Jew always tries to get between you and where you're going. So that he's always selling you something. Oh, you, oh, you, you had enough of my liberalism? Oh, you try my, con, uh, my conservatism. You know, and, and then, oh, you had enough, you don't believe in conservatism? Try my white nationalism. He's always setting up groups, and the, and the stupid goy are always taking these Punch of Judy show at face value. And for, for you younger ones who may not know it, Punch of Judy was a puppet show. Cardin's original family name was Kardonsky, and it was changed. <laughs> <laughs> this was says on Wikipedia. Kardonsky. <laughs> yeah, the Kardonsky. But now it's Cardin. Yeah, they love, they love to anglicize it. From, from yeah, like, Murray, like, Murray, the head of MTV, right? Craig, you're, 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 yeah, Murray you're Ross. Noir. Murray Ross, I know you kids watching. Sumner Redstone owns 76% of, uh, Viacom and it controls CBS. Virtually everything probably you're watching. <laughs> Unless you're watching Sumner Fox, Redstone. Yeah. Sumner Redstone must be an English lord, right, Craig? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, no, 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 he's not. He's Murray Ross, he's in the garment business. <laughs> he got in the theater. Lift that very well for himself, I Lauren. hear. <laughs> yeah, this goes on. And you look at look at here's the other ones. Uh, example, uh, uh, Kenneth Cole, a designer. What's his real name? Well, originally he was Kenneth Cohen. R Ralph Lauren. Well, he was Ralph Lifshitz. Oh man, Lifshitz. How about that? that wouldn't sell very well. Now would it? Lifshitz, man, they're the ultimate. 
I get all my accoutrements from the Lipschitz. They produce a quality bag, let me tell you. <laughs> my belts, my shoes, my scarves, they're all, they're all Lipschitz. They're signed, limited editions. If you I want look to good when I use my SUV. I get out of my SUV after I backed over a bunch of white trash. I look great in the Lipschitz. Really comes off well. I do my community service. I thought I, I said to the judge, I said, Judge, I thought I did my community service running over this white trash. What do you want from me? You're a Jew, you're allowed to joke like that. So we have do you ever get tired of being the goddamn butt, white man? That's really what this show is about. Do you get no, tired of being the butt in the society set up no, to serve everybody no, but you? No, they do not get tired of it. They fucking love it. Cardinals are white man, they, they let you Maryland. watch. What would cause a white revolution? Turning off the TV? Maybe, maybe, uh, I, I, keep, I say I read the Daily Reckoning, man, I don't know. It's maybe like a hurricane. 40 million, 30 million Americans are set up to be fucked in their adjustable rate mortgages. If, if ways to turn it off without turning the dial. Big inflation comes on. Next up, Aegis, what's the next jury nigger we're going to Yeah, talk? well, if you wouldn't believe it, it's out of Baltimore, Maryland, the same paradise on earth being uh, legislated by Cardin, or Kardinsky, Kaminskystein. <laughs> we have a convicted serial killer and rapist, Roman. Yeah. Well, Truth and labeling, where the niggers and Jews feed off each other. Walter. Yes, and Raymond, you can imagine, is a dreadlocked niggero, uh, was sentenced to life without parole, without parole, and a series of without attacks. petroleum products for his hair and shit. Yeah, a series well, first of attacks. Of all, Mostly yeah. on elderly women that terrorized the West Baltimore neighborhood where he grew up. So uh, this is a, a man who's uh, killed and raped and preying primarily on elderly women. Uh, in one case, he feigned a diabetic attack to get into her home and then uh, ripped off her clothes and raped her. My, my blood sugar count is low and my sperm content is high. <laughs> I need to change. I need to rectify those situations. <laughs> Look, this guy had a fake name too. His his real name was Michael Bennett. And, and and I looked it up. They have one of his cases. One of his lawyers appealed. Uh, in any case, his his real name is Michael Bennett. His fake name was uh, Raymont and uh, Raymont Hopewell. And I suppose that's what he was hoping that people, the women, would listen to his bullshit raps. You know, Mont means mountain in French, as Raymont. You know, like you, you picture the sun's rays from a mountain, and then you're going to hope well, hope well that you don't get murdered after you get raped. <laughs> Listen to his stunning soliloquy. Uh, yeah. His come well, how come he didn't call himself Ray Ray like every third nigger seems to be? Yeah, well, because he, he, he studied French niggerism, and he had some class, so he picked Raymont Hopewell. And uh, he's a serial killer. killed five. And, uh, no, 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 Chris. Only whites are serial killers. Didn't you know that? Yeah. Well, it sounds awfully uh, racist to deny yeah, listen, that. Listen, this, one of his victims Jack. has the name Rose Ellen McDavid. Can you imagine an old elderly white woman getting raped by a, a six-foot-plus Negro buck? Some of them, I guess, were in their 80s. One was, I think, 82. Uh, on New Nation News in the forum there, I believe they claimed uh, just that I didn't hit upon that part of the research that, uh, that they were all uh, neg Negroes he, he raped. So if that's the case, you know, you, you can't really blame the guy for wanting to do away with his own DNA. 
in terms of serial killing, he did. In fact, some guys in our form have claimed they're not really serial, serial killers because you can't kill subhumans and be a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and there is some logic to that. But That's a point worthy of t white Talmudic debate. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I would contend that as these are not full humans, can they really be a serial killer? I don't know. But l l listen to this sentence on the. Uh, we have a link to this. It's already up on VNN form. The victim says Hopewell convinced her to, to let him in her home by pretending to have a diabetic attack and shit. The victim alleges that after she told the victim alleges that after she told Hopewell she was his mother's age, he said, "Why the fuck do you think blacks use the term motherfucker all the time?" <laughs> and then he ripped off her clothes and raped her <laughs> because he was a nigger. That's the moral to the story. There's one almost 88, 78, 88, 60. Those are, those are the homicide victims. Yeah, he's probably Craig, what percentage? Man. What percentage of niggers were fathered by their own brothers? Or that? <laughs> I don't know. Because they use they use the word like. motherfucker all the time. It's clearly on their mind. They all brothers. As we all know, there's and look, all you people in the United States, you, 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 the, the, these animals are driving beside you on the freeway. Don't you ever look over and see them? They're everywhere. And then they have to go along with this pretense. Oh, wonderful people. The greatest opportunity you could come upon to have one for your friend. And I yeah. can't stand how they dress, too. They, they wear these goddamn skirt-type T-shirts that go down to their damn knees. That's kind of all... You know, they wear the jeans that are falling off their ass. All right, well, that's already 20 years old. But they wear these... Now they wear these fucking... It's, it's more like the Mexican and the nigger style have come together in a perfect anti-style to, to complement the perfect anti-sound of hip-hop or hip-hop. <laughs> because I maintain it, it's being done. You know, if blacks can believe that crack's done by the CIA, then I believe that that hip hop is a, is actually hip hop, H I P H dash O P, run by the CIA to destroy white communities, right? And the the, the dress style is, is as assaulting to the eye as the as the hip hop is to the ear. I'm being not very funny, but it, it you get my point. We got to deal with this. And remember, I'm living here in rural Missouri, and you see this shit. I won't say all the time like you would in St. Louis, but you see it often enough. You start to see little the cells you and Jeff pop up. The reason you and Jeff in the Midwest report on this because, of course, you know what's going on in the country, the both of you, but you're also seeing it firsthand, this invasion of the final last bastion of, of, of white solitude. It started years ago. In the case of Milwaukee, uh, the niggers went up there from Chicago. I remember reading about it at the time. They said they cut off their welfare and they they lessened it and and uh, in Chicago, so they moved straight up to the Nordic place of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, sure. right up the Great Lake there and collected. Sure. And now they've polluted that city and it's going on and on everywhere. And so it's unabated. And now this invasions of niggers and spicks are coming to the Midwest. So you know, whites either get used to it or fight back and fight back in the most uh, pronounced way. And it's it's just like the Jews like to claim that. Islam has bloody borders. Well, niggers have bloody borders, and the Jews sure don't seem to care about them inflicting that bloodshed on whites. And that's what Craig says is exactly right. They expand wherever there's good feeding, just like any animal species does. And good feeding means white people providing them the basics of civilization, which they can neither create nor sustain, merely consume and destroy. And, you know, I just don't like living in a world where I have to deal with grown so-called men who are wearing T-shirts down to their knees. They look like fucking idiots. This is increasingly common. Yeah, I think the term described that is ghetto fabulous. And listen, man, these guys are beating out young white men for jobs. This is what really gets me. I, I really cannot stand that. That is totally intolerable and unacceptable. 
for, for a young white man I'm, to be beaten out of jobs for this thick and nigger filth. It's really, really, really wrong. And, and uh, these these are the things that we need to have more diversity. Just like the lacrosse we talked about earlier, the the what's the woman's name? Barbara something who's head of a uh, T.S. Truman State University. We need to have more diversity. You know, they already have a huge imbalance of, of white women over white men, and and a, a, a huge portion of the men they admit are coloreds. The better to match them with, you know, nubile marriage age uh, women and match up the, the the white women and the coloreds, and you'll get, like we said about homos, you'll get the margin, you'll turn the marginal girl into that way of life, and thereby achieve your political goals. It's not it's not a quick fix, but it's a fix that is effective by degrees and over time. And the Jews are experts at that, doing things by degrees, slowly, so that they're imperceptible to the boiling frog. I think that call right. for diversity is really like a, a little a playground, like little kids. Na 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 na. In other words, it's daring anybody to come out and try and challenge them and see what happens to you. In the way that Jews use neutral language to disguise racist, evil goals. Their goal is to destroy whites, so they pretend that oh, we're not destroying you, we're we're uh, diversifying you. Out of existence. <laughs> yeah, that's public relations at its best. And and the media function is an arm of the government. They hound people like Grace, Nancy Grace, supposedly. I, I, I'm, my mind's stuck on her because I've been debating a couple of people. I don't like her at all, um, but uh, uh, some people do, and the, the self, the moralizing types really like her because she's very self-righteous. And uh, she hounded this uh, one woman, perhaps to death, perhaps not. But the point is, you know, when you deal with stuff like this, it's that old quote about a thousand are hacking at the branches of evil for everyone hacking at the root. That's why we emphasize so strongly that these other things are symptoms of the Jew disease. The Jew was the one that set up the laws that allow the blacks to get away with these things. The blacks are just doing what comes naturally, i.e. what they've always done as long as they've been around. They're not like whites. You can't expect them to meet white standards, okay, because you, know, you can't expect a rabbit to be a cat, to be a dog, to be a mouse, to be a giraffe. They're different creatures. Well, whites and blacks are different creatures. And they don't act the same, and you can't expect them to act the same. But what you can expect is that white people defend themselves from those who mean them harm. And while that is directly the black, it is indirectly and most importantly the Jew. The, the blacks could not have got the civil, so-called civil rights laws. They're actually, <laughs> they are diminutions of civil rights because they did away with your freedom of association and is ultimately what allows you to protect yourself. Uh, you're not allowed to free association. You, you have forced association. That's the new civil right. You're forced to associate with niggers who try to infect you with AIDS and who demand free scholarship money for their people who can't even meet college standards, and the same with the Mexicans. And the yeah, Jews you have preside the right to pay this. for it. That's you have, the, you, you have the, the right deal. to die and to be taxed, and, and really little else, and to be the butt of ridicule endlessly on, on ludicrous TV, which flaunts in your face this ridiculously inverted reality, which niggers are holding a flask up to the light, you know, <laughs> unless that nigger is studying his own piss for a culture of gonorrhea, I mean, I mean fucking niggers are not scientists. Alex, it was a crack I mean, pipe. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nigger like holding a the glass up to the light is fucking Marion Barry, right? <laughs> right, Craig? Is that what you're going to say? You know, I'm going to leaning back on him living color. Dick. <laughs> Could have been <laughs> a mom. Yeah, Damon Williams, when he'd hold up, he'd say how to build a how, how to build a homeless shelter, and he'd have a big cardboard box. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. That was a great show, actually. he'd pull out the jar of piss and shit, and he'd shake it around, and he goes, now he put the bathroom down right here. 
<laughs> back when the Wayans were funny, man. Hey, that was a, that was a great show too. I'll give those niggers credit. That was a yeah. Damn you know why it was funny? Because it was real. It shows niggers. Yeah, it was. keeping it real. Show. I don't you know what. And, 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 and niggers by themselves, it, they understood it. It was purely the Jew that has caused this problem. Niggers would rather live in their own communities. They'd rather have the benefits of living around us. But if we force them, it's still better for them to live in their own communities, segregated in America, than to live in Africa. And they know, but the Jew comes in. There's, there's a line in the one of Fox, one movie with Damon Wayans, and blacks could have legitimate aspirations to be essentially modern carriers of wood, hewers of wood and carriers of water, but the Jews have made them uncomfortable because they told them, oh, you were kings and queens in Africa, and the white man's holding you down. And, and so a line in this movie, is, he's, Wayans is out to dinner. I can't remember the name of the movie. It's basically a black movie, but it's a comedy. And uh, Wayans is out to dinner, and... and He's hitting on a really haughty arbitrageur, and and she, you know, pushes him to admit. He's like, well, I go to community college. He's like, he says, she, and it really was kind of a, a legitimately pathetic line. He's like, well, everybody needs their paint mixed. And, you know, mixing paint is a legitimate job that a black person could do. But we have a, we have a Jew-controlled media that insists upon the lie, the big lie of equality, and it makes everybody unhappy. Hey, son, we're not all equal. Some are better than others. It's hardcore. I mean, I saw, I played baseball in college, to be an example. I thought I was a pretty damn good baseball player. I had relatives. I thought, damn, maybe I could. No. My arm's not anywhere near the fucking genetic standard. You need to even be considered to to get on the probe. And that's how fucking rude and real life is for everybody. We all have one area that we may be a little better in, and collectively as a race, we're much higher than the blacks. There still could be things that they could do to where maybe they'd be able to live in their own communities. It wouldn't be an ideal solution. It might be temporary, but often that's what you have to do. But no, the Jew has to come in, mix everything together, and fuck everybody up, except for him. He always has an out. He's always special. He is only portrayed in the media as a sufferer, a victim. But no, the Jew is the persecutor. The Jew is the guilty party. The Jew is the pathological character who fucks things up for the rest of us. Otherwise, blacks could be hewers of wood, drawers of water, mixers of paint, and everybody could more or less get along. They fucked it up. They killed our country, and you should hate them for it. If you don't hate them for that, then fuck, what are you? You're emotionally dead. You're taking political Paxil or some other fucking move elevators. You don't feel high or low. You're just a fucking consumer. You're just something to pour carbs into. You know? Don't you want to be a little more than that? If you can't recognize you're emotionally ill. If, if, if you never feel ups and downs, then you are fucking emotionally ill. You're a fucking zombie. You don't need to be a zombie. You need to feel what you're supposed to feel. You don't need to be taking drugs because you like to run around. You're a little kid. And they tell this, you that this stuff's not a joke, problem. Alex. There, there, there's a real sickness in the United States and the UK. It's a very, very profound sickness. And, uh, it is. It hasn't been identified yet, or, or except perhaps by some few people such as us, but. And, People have made the point that they always they always use the disparaging Judeo feminist reference to white males. They don't they never like to say a white man. Because man has a little more to it than just simply the biological. They want to dismiss you as just a, a dick support system, essentially the potential rapist, an evil oppressor of others. Well mankind was never so free as when he's being oppressed by the white man. I mean the the, the use of fruits of white civilization are enjoyed by every other race on earth to the point that most of them would be shitting outdoors in holes if it wasn't for us. And that includes you Asians, too. 
Yeah, that's why they're all breaking down the doors to be uh, asylum seekers. Because they, they have it so good in their own country. Yeah, me but, no run to China. want to live in China. You come here, eat dog. No problem. You get full ride TSU. No problem. Fuck you. They're not better than other fucking CIA Amrit suckers who are claiming it's a matter of IQ. Yeah, no, it isn't. I don't want to live among Chinese. I don't care what their average IQ is. Why the fuck are people so concerned about IQ? That's one aspect of people. I mean, it's not that important. I'm smarter than a nigger. Oh, oh, golf clap for you, buddy. We're real proud. Being smarter than a nigger is a real great achievement. I want to focus and obsess about it and write about nothing else because it's so important to know that I'm smarter than a nigger. Yeah. I mean, are we done? Are you telling me there are no more outrages that we need to discuss? We blew through the topics. We need to discuss. Uh, we could dig up a thousand topics and go on forever because this stuff is is never ending. But yeah, what we're we, trying to do is give you the context to understand your world. Yeah, this is a very select sampling of the smorgasbord, uh, the the crop field of topics. It's, it's that, a tiny spoonful of a giant ocean of uh, <laughs> of lies and misrepresentations and and loxism and, and just anti-white hostility on the part of the people who actually operate the world against our interests and joining together to fight back in favor of our interests, advocate our positions, defend our people. That's us, because we are the good guys. Yeah, if you can't tell that from listening to the show, that we are the good guys, that we represent freedom and the white way, the right way, the Aryan way, and that's just a fancy uh, term for white people. You're an Aryan listening to this. It has nothing to do with German heritage. Which means white people, the tribes that formed Europe, to be proud of. We are the good. We are not. Craig is not going out and you know raping people and infecting them with AIDS. No, you know, Aegis is going out trying to you know steal his some handbag that used to belong to his ancestors. And I mean, Jew Jew and minority craft goes on around the clock, and we just sit here and pay. Really, like Aegis said, we pay for it. That's all we do. We pay in every possible way for this joke, the charade that is American society. Vicious, violent, stupid, t-shirt down to the knees. How long, white man? And uh, getting tens of millions of bucks for creating the culture. The Jews are paying them. Yeah, well, I did hear we had... People with no brains or impulse control. (laughs) I I did hear something about RSS, that we had uh, electrified the main blog with uh, RSS reference. Yeah, work... The others, the others copy our innovations, and uh, and uh, we're staying ahead of the curve. And um, one last thing tonight is uh, we've added RSS for the actual Vanguard News Network GoVNN blog. And so um, what you can do is you can get a um, you can get a, a newsreader if you're really into information and you read a lot of web pages. You can get a newsreader like Google Reader or Bloglines or uh, or other types of of readers, and you can take all your blogs and all your news sites and all your newspapers, and you can put a, an RSS URL, which we've posted ours, uh, on the main page, and uh, you can have all the headlines of all your blogs in one place. You don't have to go to their their URL. It's it's all displayed in one central place. And I've been using the Google Reader now for some time, and uh, it really saves me a lot of time, particularly in the morning. And uh, so uh, for you people, this is very similar to the kind of the XML that's used for a podcast, you know, where you take a URL, mm-hmm. uh, not a URL actually, but something like a URL, and you put it in your iTunes, 
and then it sucks down all the uh, the releases for uh, podcasts. Well, this is a little bit like that for the uh, for the text in VNM blog. Uh, you can uh, click on the little yellow icon. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, and it sucks it into this reader, and so you can have all the VNM content uh, in one in one application, and and. And you can have not only VNN content, you can have the New York Times, New York Times content. You can have if you read Lou Rockwell, uh, you know, or, or whatever. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of um, a lot of uh, internet merchants, uh, you know, like Amazon or something. Uh, they also uh, RSS their specials, so you can have um, uh, you can have all all their specials being all their you know sale items being put in your reader, so you can just blow through them real quick. And uh, so. Uh, this is available if you use uh, if you use a uh, like Google Reader is probably the largest one I'm I'm not sure but this is available now on How do you uh, get to Google Reader? Where, of course, where, how do you get to Google Reader? Well, if you, if you go to our go to our page, uh, go VNN, and then under the pages section, uh, this will explain all it all for you. Go to RSS syndicator feed for VNN, and this will explain what RSS RSS syndication is, how to subscribe to our feed. Okay. And how to get the uh, the, the software uh, to to read all these uh, feeds and and, and uh, you know it's not just VNN uh, you can get all kinds of all you know all the blogs you may read uh, and not just blogs but you know uh, newspaper sites and, and internet merchants they also RSS their information and so this it's all in, in one sort of browser and so you can just look at the headlines. Uh, read read the first paragraph uh, or whatever, and if you're interested, just click on it and we'll open it up for you. So it sounds that's, tremendously that's, that's efficient. VNN. I, I'm personally going to try it this week. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great, and mm-hmm. and we want to uh, we want to uh, thank you for uh, for putting that functionality in because uh, like I said, oh, I sure. can't wait to try it. Pulls everything you together know, we were, once, boom, automatic uh, updates it automatically. So it uh, we were the first you with. With podcasts, and I believe that was Aegis was the creator behind that. And uh, this is really what VNN is all about. We're, yes. we're individuals here, a collective. We're you know individuals brought into a collective situation, and we're all working together in the same ends, and we're all trying to stay ahead and and, and, and let, let the other people copy us. Exactly. Yeah. Let, let, let them. We don't worry about others. We define our our mission by the problem we're trying to solve and our achievements in that way. And and just like Craig is ahead on doing video interviews and just plain interviewing people, getting out there, talking to people and recording it. No one else is doing that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're going to be, it's very much how the, uh, not that we necessarily take them as the model and everything, but the German nationalists were very much that way in advancing technology. We mentioned the Autobahn today. They've built a uh, modern, and, and they're beautiful. The, the Autobahn, people may not know this. They know that it's efficient in getting you from one point to another in Germany, but it's also built very uh, aesthetically. To, to mix with the environment and provide mm-hmm. you a very scenic view of, oh, Germany is a beautiful place. Now, so, so you combine the two, and that's design, that's style, and the Nihilists had a lot of that. That's why the, their, uh, the pattern, their image is so revered. The, Alex, the patterns you're causing people to finally come to terms with and observe uh, are something that's are just as real and, and uh, monumental as any of those things other white people have done in antiquity or in history, the Germans or whatever. You're causing people to see that, and then all of us have come to this realization well, by a little different we are. route. We hope, uh, we hope that we collectively are the doing that. You're right. And, Craig, the difference between us, one substantial difference between us and the controlled media, what you see on cable, is we encourage you to challenge what we're saying. We encourage you to doubt it. 
we encourage you to go out and find out for yourself whether or not I'm lying to you. We encourage you because we're not afraid and we know what the truth is. Cable TV can't say that. They're covering stuff up. They don't want you to ask the questions. That's why they, they load everything. What they don't like is always evil hate. We haven't said it for a while. They can't rely on the fact. We haven't said it for a while, I think, but read Professor Kevin McDonald's The Culture of Critique. And I know Byron Jost, one of our guys, and who made The Lion of Sand in his new movie, I know he's going to have Professor Kevin McDonald. This and man. He, he provides a scholarly documentation of the Jewish attack on Aryan culture. Yeah, and, and Byron is working Historic. on a movie about political Historical correctness, terms. which is ultimately uh, Lenin and the Jews behind it. Other than that, I guess we'll. Uh, uh, we'll keep zooming forward, uh, doing more. I'm glad. I'm, I'm. I think we should be glad. This is our 40th show, and uh, hopefully they're as good as they ever were, and maybe even a little bit better. And we do welcome on guests, and we welcome people to send us email at info at goyfire.com or to me at alender at kvmo.net, and we'll read it on the air. We're also going to do. We do free talk lives all the time. In fact, we're going to do one tomorrow. Probably will have already been done by the time you hear this. Free Talk Live, you get on Skype.com, S-K-Y-P-E.com, get yourself an account, and then we can uh, call you up and have you on as a uh, guest. Free Talk Live, we had someone talking about his experience being a white man in the Bronx, and, and, and then flipped it over to the white man talking about uh, being a white man in Hawaii, and very interesting and informative discussions. We're trying to do that as often as we can. Usually it's about once a week right now, and we try to do this, uh, we record this show whenever we can. So get involved. We welcome you. Yeah, send in an email at info at com or check out the forum at vnnforum.com or the blog at govnn.com or the other blog, sunlitheights.com. thing here is you can sign up for automatic delivery of both Goyfire and of our main page at govnn.com, vanguardnewsnetwork.com. You can also join our forum at vnnforum.com with over 5,000 members. And there's some way for you to get involved. You can leave posts on our on our blog and talk with other people, meet people in your own area as we rise to resist the challenge posed by the Jews, who mean yeah. our genocide. Fight it. It's our duty to fight it. And it's part your duty, too. Not just ours here at Goyfire. It's your duty and your responsibility, and you ought to love to fight it because struggle is life. All right. Well, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in tonight, and keep listening. And remember, we are the good guys. Till next time, America, this is Aegis wishing you the best of goodbyes. Goyfire is a production of Vanguard News Network Broadcasting. GoVNN.com. <laughs>